everybody, and welcome to episode 493 of Video Game Apocalypse. I'm your host, nearly hit by a migraine, Michael Raparas, coming to you from the Landon Justin and Memorial Studio of the Airwaves. If you want it to be the U Memorial Studio of the Airwaves, go to patreon.com slash laser time and join us at the $20 level. Who's joining me now? Uh, intergender wrestling champion, Chris Antista. And uh, Bat Dude Allen. And special <laughs> guest... Uh, noted Cenobite, Tony Wilson. <laughs> well, yeah, not only Cenobite, but noted Cenobite. Yeah. Noted Cenobite. Yeah, what, I yeah, miss it's... when you would walk through a mall and smell Cenobite from a few stores away. <laughs> Come taste our pleasure rolls. Uh, new Hellraiser. It, it was an accident. It was an acupuncture thing gone wrong. Yeah. And then, and then uh, at, at the end of it, Tony's like, am I a Cenobite? <laughs> uh, so. New Hellraiser. Very good. And if you like horror Weird. stuff. Go to my YouTube channel right now because I'm doing a month of horror. Uh, not a month. I'm still doing them every other week. But in October, it's all horror videos as per usual. Uh, the framework? Framework? framework. YouTube.com YouTube. slash framework. Slash framework? That's mm. the one. Framework video. Wait, I don't okay. know my own URL. Okay. Say it once more. Yeah. Framework.io? YouTube.com slash channel slash framework video. That's where you can go. My most recent video essay is on Silent Hill 2. That game is dope. And it's okay to pirate it because Konami gives you no other way yep. to play it. <laughs> Literally, I'm not kidding. Like, you can't yeah. get the game anywhere anymore. So uh, you are allowed. That is the, you are kind of almost, you sort of have to pirate it. If you want to experience it and preserve the game, you have no other oh, choice. Anyway, yes. that game's amazing. And everybody should play it. Everybody should watch the video. Konami seems uh, to for, cool. forget their games exist until they get the second season of a Netflix show. Mm. <laughs> then, then you can buy them again. Then, then you get the yeah, Game Boy Advance, we'll them. Castlevania. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I wish that we had a way to insert Silent Hill too somewhere in our also month of horror themed shows. Now, can I tell you, Michael? Uh, James Sunderland runs out of breath really easily in that game. Oh, that's true. And that's a great segue, even if he never has to hold his breath. This week, we're going to be talking about five games where you have to worry about running out of breath. And uh, you have to worry about how long you can hold your breath. Actually, quick quick show of hands. How, how long can you guys hold your breath? I timed mine today around 53 seconds. I, I do not have the lung capacity I did as a teenager. It's been really bad because I used to be able to go back and forth across pools over and over again. And then I remember one time I went on a big, massive hike that I didn't prepare to do as a child and not as a child, as a, as a, a teenager. And I was drinking water while I was swimming, which is something I've never done before. Can you imagine like you're, you're, with every stroke, you're you're not just holding your breath; you're soaking in the water because you have had no water for hours. That was the longest I stayed underwater. How long? Let was me it? Uh, let me answer your question. This is an audio medium, so mm-hmm. I, let me make like Mikey from the Goonies. Um, that should tell you that sound of an inhaler. <laughs> how long I can hold my breath under the water? Not not very long. Yeah. I uh, despite literally being a musician. And singer mm-hmm. <laughs> in many contexts. Uh, I I have a great lung capacity when I sing. I have like none if I'm being tested on holding my breath. For whatever reason, yeah. I just 
I guess it should be it should be the same thing, but I just can't do it. Like I'm, very, I, I, like I can I can blow a jazz musician holding my nostrils for hours, but like, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah I, I still can't play the trombone. Yeah, well, yeah, you, no, you, I, you I get, you get, your, sing, you get the yeah. circular breathing going. You never I, have to yes. pull away. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. no, like literally, like for whatever reason, uh, like if someone tells me to, say, yeah, hold your breath, or like my little cousins will be like, let's see, you can go underwater longer. I don't. I, they beat me every time because there's just something about the context of holding breath or swimming where I, it's like it's gone. But put me on stage, I'll hold a note for a year. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I guess we're we're sort of continuing a theme from last week with the, you know the the threat of drowning in undersea horror games. Yeah. And now we've say. got the threat of not being able to hold your breath past a certain point and letting out a loud gasp and uh, alerting whatever monster or villain is nearby to your presence. That's right. We're going to be talking about games. Where you have to hold your breath as a survival mechanic in order to avoid detection. Usually from ghosts or monsters or something else. The hiccups. Yes, the hiccups, exactly. I've heard a bunch of different origins for this idea. Like, I think the, the commentary for Spirited Away, like... They have to hold their the character has to hold her breath to avoid being detected by some yes. spirit or something. Yeah, because and, there's there's no breath in the spirit kingdom. Yeah, but they they say well, like and there's you know, this, the age this old like, a, like wait hang on this is like a childhood thing of like you know this idea that if I just hold my breath the ghosts won't be able to see me. But mm-hmm. uh, what were you gonna say, Tony? I was gonna say there's the age old superstition about like holding your breath when you walk past your graveyard. You know, mm. kind of like yeah. I have to imagine that plays in somehow. I think you guys are reading. No, it's it's audio. It's because when you breathe, you make noise. Take it from a, a kind of a portly older dude in his forties. Like I can hear myself breathing. That's that's. Part I breathe of it. so loud nowadays. But also, compared to- Chinese hopping vampires, the Jiangxi, uh, supposedly can't see you if you hold your breath. You become invisible to them. Mm. Uh, which They're is like funny because they it's don't true. open their eyes anyway. Um, like my one of my favorite Halloween movies around this time is Cat's Eye, and part of that is based on the idea that cats steal people's breath. It's not yeah. right. Yeah, it's not the idea that like cats are murderous, but they they want your breath. Um, and I'm seeing somebody, and when I was sick, she's like, "I think you have sleep apnea." I'm like, mm. "No, I just." I would never opt to sleep around you, but you, you were lying next to me while I fell asleep. Uh, uh, I really don't want to have sleep apnea, is what I'm saying. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. Trust me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's miserable. But the I know, machine I know. isn't I've, that bad. I know, it's, but it's, I've lost. I've done nothing but lose weight over the last couple of years. I shouldn't have sleep apnea. God damn it. Sleep I've been apnea. told this is a, this is, this, I promise this is not a humble brag, but I was literally told like, hey, you should stop gaining muscle because it might be worsening your... Uh, sleep apnea. I'm like, what? I don't want to do that. You're, you're, you're too muscular. You look, yeah, you're too muscular. You're becoming too good at apnea. You look too like boring. Dog the Bounty Hunter combined with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and your muscles are... <laughs> you do Time more out. neck lifts, bro. Time out. Did you just bring up Dog the Bounty I'm Hunter so- as an example of musculature? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's like an example why, of like why? Here's what flabby skin looks like after gravity affects it for a I'm while. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> he is like I'm not like Matt the, Allen. I haven't seen the Power Team like nine times. I don't know what a muscular <laughs> person looks like. <laughs> for my, I mean, I get it that he thinks he's jacked, but like, <laughs> did you bought into that? Have we? Have we had <laughs> like, so a, like a? 
Has anybody decided to produce like an Apatow style <laughs> Dog the Bounty Hunter movie yet? Because that really seems like it should happen. I mean, there was a South Park all about yeah, it. I That's could, I could totally enough. see Danny McBride playing that character. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, am I the dog? Like, uh, well, am hey, I, the dog? I am love I bounty see... hunting. Dude, you're bounty hunting right now. I, oh my That's God. I love Nets. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you what. I would love to see that movie made someday, but I won't. Hold my breath. Oh, oh, thanks for bringing it back around. So, yeah, five games where you have to practice breath control to avoid detection one way or another. Let's begin with... Number five. You must look to yourself first, Thomas. If you should be caught too, they seem to be drawn to sound. You must remain quiet. What do you think is wrong with them? I, I knew noise attracted them, but what happened to their faces? What indeed? Uh, this is a game I'm confident I'm the only one here who's playing. Yeah, no idea, Mike. Yeah, this is made of scare. Not, not. <laughs> oh, I get it. Not you are no. made of scare, but no, made M A I D of S K E R, based on oh. scare house in, in Wales and, and uh, various old legends that surround it. Although the, the actual game does not take place. In a in a real location, it takes place on a fictional scare island. I, f- I feel ridiculous every time I say that. Out scare loud. island. <laughs> Welcome Ooh, to okay. Scare right. Island. Ooh. All right, Scooby Doo. Well, 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 Michael, I, I, um, I'm coming into this kind of blind, but like um, most hold your breath mechanics mm-hmm. that I'm familiar with are for sniper stuff in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mm. Yeah, no, this is this is all hold your breath to avoid detection, not hold okay. your breath to steady your rifle. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh, I was for a while I thought there might be a fusion. I was like, do you hold your breath in Left for Dead? Like when you snipe in that mm. game, but I don't think you do. Well, I, I don't know that it was something I thought about until Metal Gear. Mm. Yeah. Metal Gear. Metal it's not Gear. a common mechanic. Take yeah. some diazepam. Yeah. <laughs> Let me take some diazepam. Yeah. Oh, we made it even a real harder. Drug, we'll make it something else in the remake. <laughs> right. Yeah, because um, yeah, kids were just out there flocking mm-hmm. for fucking diazepam. <laughs> Yo, dude, I'm on so much diazepam dude, right now. Have you tr- I'm on you this tried Mr. This... Beast video. It's fucking hey, rad. Have you tried this dizzy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't even hear me breathing, can you? Mm-mm. No, you can't. All right, so, Michael, what's what's so, made of scare? So made of scare, scare. is, God, I, it's ridiculous to say out loud. It really is. Scare. Just say, say with an accent. Maybe it'll scur. feel, feel fine, better. Fine. Uh, made of scare. But you, you are a uh, musician who is summoned to the remote scare hotel and <laughs> to provide a counter composition to this strange song that this woman that you know sent you in a locket and... Uh, you find that there is a cult called the Quiet Ones who, mild spoilers, uh, this is revealed in the game's first act, apparently uh, harnessed a siren a couple generations ago and have been using it to lure ships to their doom and loot the the remains. I'm assuming by siren you mean the opening of uh, all the Naked Gun movies? Yes. (laughs) Not the mythical Greek creature. This is the most Irish premise for a horror game I've ever heard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, uh, right up there. <laughs> like straight up. I, I do like that you're preach. at the uh, scary hotel on Scary Island. You mm-hmm. have to write a scary song. This yeah. is great. You have to write a scary song. Yeah. Uh, so something happened recently. This woman who wrote to you, who may or may not be your girlfriend or something, she she tried to intervene because this is something her family has been doing. 
And uh, whatever she did made things much worse. So now all the cultists are wandering around the place with apparently stitched up bags over their heads. And they're all blind and they all use sound to try and find you. So whenever they suddenly barge into your uh, creepy walking simulator, you will have to hold your breath. And it is literally like you take both hands and put them over your mouth and uh, and just sit there holding the button until the thing stops looking around and shuffles off somewhere else. Uh, here's, here's some audio of it. Why not? First time it happens. <laughs> Lifting a beam that's in your way. Um, we're going to be listening to a lot of people holding their breath in this. That sounds like the attic from the Haunted Mansion. I just heard like a heart beating yeah. and then some random pop-up <laughs> yeah. scares. Well, that's, that's what it is that you, you know, you hold your breath and then the sound dampens a little bit. You hear your own heartbeat really loudly. That's that's a common trope of this mechanic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that part in, in particular, um, early on in the game, you're squeezing through a tight space and anyone knows that, it, okay, if I had to interact with a big thing that's blocking my vision and nothing jumped out at me afterward, the next time I have to do it, something's definitely going to jump out at me. And uh, you spend a lot of time just creeping around with these bag-headed guys trying to hold your breath so you make as little noise as possible and don't draw them over to you. And also, uh, there are fires and floating chemicals and shit in the air everywhere, so you also have to hold your breath in order to not have a coughing fit. Yeah, don't let it go while you're fucking still... rookie, man. Puff, puff, pass. Yeah. Don't cough. Don't but, fuck, you're fucking up the rotation. But also, like, if I'm if I'm next to something that is making me cough and I inhale to hold my breath, I'm that then it's just in my lungs. I'm gonna cough even harder. Yeah, it's not how you, this you works. Sound, you sound like the world's most famous TikToker. <gasps> uh, but it's it's an interesting mechanic. It is your primary defense against being detected other than like figuring out ways to trigger noises elsewhere. Like, Oh, if I ring this bell and run away, they'll come toward the bell and then I can skirt around them while holding my breath, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the solution to most of the encounters in the game. Um, made of scare is, uh, it's a very neat atmospheric game. Once you get used to the, the, the gameplay is just what I described. It becomes a little, eh, but, uh, hey, at least the puzzles are good. And if you don't like dealing with the enemies, you can actually just turn them off and have an atmospheric, creepy walking <laughs> simulator. <laughs> I just realized there's a game that's not on our list because it's not a mechanic, and they're, I mean, similar with the enemies that hear you is mm-hmm. The Last of Us. You never you never have to hold your breath in The Last that's of Us. True. You just kind of do that yeah. listening thing yeah, where it's yeah. assumed. Sort of. Yeah. Like the sonar. It's, it's like you have this yeah. built-in sonar. Y- you're, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, if you're not familiar with Made of Scare, maybe you're familiar with the developer's other game, who pressed mute on Uncle Marcus? <laughs> oh, yes, that classic. <laughs> uh, apparently, the, the, the same developer has a whole like host of FMV games they've put out. Actually. Oh. Um, well, it depends. The- Maybe he's the racist yeah. drunk Uncle Marcus at Maybe. Thanksgiving, uh, and you would want to press the mute on him. Bobby Moynihan. Yeah. 
Yeah. Apparently, yeah, exactly. Michael, I don't know if you played, I guess this year they also released basically a Left 4 Dead style spin-off of Made of Scare. Oh, no, uh, has it, has it, is it actually out yet? Or? It looked like, yeah, it looked yeah. like it's out like as of a couple days ago. So. Neat. Oh, wow. Well, okay. There you go. That should have wound up on our new releases then. Oh, well. Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Made of Scare. It's pretty cool. Anyway, let's move along to... Number four. Did you see that, Zach? Clear as a crisp spring morning. F. K. In the coffee. I knew I could count on it. Never fails. That's uh, the character at his most, uh, Agent Cooper. I was going to say, as soon as he said coffee, yeah. Is he going to start asking for pie and pretending he's on, uh, you know, David Lynch TV show next? Probably, yes. Is this deadly (laughs) premonition? Might start skateboarding. Yeah. Well, the, the skateboarding's not until the sequel, I don't think. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which is a prequel? <laughs> uh, maybe? Or is I it? I don't know. But this is Deadly yeah. Premonition. Deadly yeah. Premonition. Yeah. One of the best games about being a terrible detective in a little <laughs> northwestern town, very heavily inspired by Twin Peaks, solving a series mm-hmm. of serial murderers by a uh, killer in a raincoat who only appears when it's raining. It's a strange game, but you're also you also find out very early on. So your main enemy and deadly premonition are these phantoms of people who will like just come out of the walls and walk backward toward you, sometimes bending over backwards. So they're like you know their face they're looking at you and their arms are just trailing in the air. And we've lost yeah they do like the Bray Wyatt spider walk. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And uh, if you decide not to just shoot at them. Your main defense is to, or, or you know, run past them. You can do that too. But your other main defense is to sneak past them. And your sneak move is literally crouching and holding your nose so you don't breathe. And uh, a vision of a little kid tells you how to do this near the beginning of the game. Don't breathe. Hold your breath. Yeah, and so you always do that like comically covering your face while you're creeping around and you also have to do it in sequences where the Rinko killer is after you and for some reason you don't actually try to shoot him he's got an axe he's scary the obvious move is to run away and hide so you can hide in a locker which again is a very common thing that, that games with this trope do you hide in the locker, and when the killer gets close, you have to hold your breath. Big on-screen prompt. <sighs> Thankfully, you never have to hold it that long. Yeah, that really sounded like the background music of a Sonic cutscene to me. <laughs> it sounded a little bit like, like, like Tails, Metal we gotta Gear. go! Yeah. It sounded like a Metal Gear after you've been caught in the countdown timer. Yeah. Oh, maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also very indicative of the average size of a male in Japan versus the United States for like, there's no US men fitting into lockers, man. We're not that thin. We're, we're, we're all overweight. We're <laughs> very you know, big just, lockers. <laughs> the fact that that clip reminded us of many different things really does speak to the fact that this game is art. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Yes>. many interpretations. <laughs> mm. Sure. Yeah, it is something I've tried to get into repeatedly. And, uh, yeah, I've, I found I've made the most headway on the Switch version, Deadly Premonition Origins, for whatever reason. Yeah. If if you like Twin Peaks and have not played this game, you are mm-hmm. missing out. Like, this oh, is, yes. like Michael said, like, this is 
yeah. Twin Peaks, the video game. Yeah, in all but, like, it, it, Twin Peaks without the license, basically. Yeah. And it, Unfortunately, uh, my only exposure to Twin Peaks might explain why I've never liked it. I've only seen the movie Firewalk oh, with me, and no. so I have no reason to really want to see any other Twin Peaks. I'm like, no, I'm good. I, I, I don't I didn't get it. Didn't like it. No thanks. The movie is pretty universally disliked and I think might have more or less killed that show. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and, uh, but one of my, my favorite things about this is, so the creator, uh, Swery 65 is like a 64. huge 64. Oh no, no, you're right. 65. Yeah, I'm sorry. Swery I was 65. mixing, I was mixing up with Wario 64, uh, which is Suda 51's picture. Got it. It's too many numbers. My mistake. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, Swery is a big fan of American media and uh, Francis York Morgan will, as you're driving the interminable distances through this town, like it takes, Awful. it can take like 15 minutes to get to where you're supposed to go <laughs> of, of real time driving. Uh, he'll, he'll just, you know, launch into these weird musings to his invisible friend, Zach, about mm -hmm. uh, various movies and things that he's seen. And this is where I found out about this particular film. You say Fred Ward, and I say, Remo Williams, The Adventure Begins. That one was back in 85, I think, directed by Guy Hamilton. This Hamilton was aiming to start a series like 007, but it had no sequels. Real shame. Do you remember the martial arts they used in that film? Called Sinanju? The ultimate in martial arts, using no weapons at all. Remo's master, Chun, ran across water and he loved soap operas. Man, a character. He was played by Joel Gray, best supporting actor in Cabaret. God, this guy sounds like a Remo podcast host. So much makeup on, you couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, we don't like podcast hosts around here, do we, Matt? No, but when you find yourself <laughs> doing it around a new person, you mm. really do hate yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. even, um, even though Remo Williams is one of the best bad movies that's ever existed. It's so mm. good. This, I think that is the most anyone has ever said about it. But we it, just it's heard. so good. Yeah, It's a great band name. Mm. Remo Williams and the Adventure Begins. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I grew up with the uh, Statue of Liberty under scaffoldings, and they had a giant fucking scene, including two dogs that bring down a, a, a flight of stairs. It's the best, one of the best movies you've ever seen. Hmm. All right. I'll check Take it out. Take your word for it. Apparently it has a, a best actor from Cabaret in uh, makeup as a Chinese martial artist. Would it's you believe very upsetting Wilford, and, Wilford and Brimley is in the movie and doesn't stand up the entire time? I believe the yeah. second part. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> and in the, in the third act, they forgot they left him out in the shed and then the, uh, <laughs> the thing comes I back. got the thing reference, but... <laughs> oh, Wilford Brimley being the laziest I've ever seen him. It's so good. I'm only 30 years old in this movie. Oh, and, and, and let's not forget. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a college senior. <laughs> a white guy put into makeup to make to, to be made to look Asian. Yes, is, that's yeah. what I was yeah. saying. Yeah. Really. Oh. The, the close-ups are honestly very uncomfortable. Like, they look like crust on his face. It's, it's, uh, it's creepy. not good. Also, I think he fights the Pope. Nice. Or something. There's like a confrontation with a bishop or something in that something movie. Something I've always dreamed of doing. <laughs> yeah. By the way. This is for Michael, Spotlight. I have a top five for you offline because I don't want to spoil it for anybody. But mm -hmm. someday I have one you need to use. Okay. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it later. Right. Sorry, okay. audience. Games where you fight to the Pope.
Uh, anyway, <laughs> I deadly, said we'll talk about it offline. Deadly Premonition is fucking great. Yeah. Uh, you should find a way to play it. It's on pretty much everything, but we should move along too. Number three. Before she died, the president made a contract with you. What are you talking about? As a member of Bridges, you're going to work with the rest of us to rebuild America. You think you can recruit me like she tried to? Well, she succeeded. Why is this at number three? You might have. Jeff Keeley's Death Stranding. Yes. Because <laughs> I, I told you to put it at number yeah, three. Yeah, Death Stranding. But the, the, the best rationale I can come up with is it's not a horror game, and yet it is so much better than Made of Scare and uh, Deadly Premonition that I do not feel good putting it behind those two in any yeah. way. I mean, it's yes. it's almost, it's, it's like, it has it's, horror a, it's a horror game if you kind of like think about it too much. It, it has you know what I mean? Elements, like, like it is, but... it is a ruined version of the country. Yes. It's, it's it, in one in which like corpses will explode if left yeah. unattended and but not disposed not properly. Really one in which scary. you got to pee on ghosts or yeah. whatever. Even, well, even... that's the thing is the beginning of the game, it, just like most horror video games, it actually does start out kind of scary because you're a little helpless against the ghost, yeah, whatever they're calling really, A little B- bit B-D's when whatever. you don't understand them, but like even then, like it, it quickly reaches a point where it's like it's less of a oh god, here they come, and oh god, here they come. Yeah, it's very annoying <laughs> it's after a while. And yeah. once you get the piss bombs, it's like okay, they're very trivial to deal with. Yeah. You just got to load up on enough piss and shit bombs. But it's mm-hmm. and I'm not making that up, by the way, listeners. No. If you haven't played this yeah, game, yeah. that's yep. literally how you take care I, of the beat BDs. I, I, the BDs? I, piss bombs, B-B-T's. also the band BTs. Thank you. From you know what's that? Well, joke's gone. Can't remember. Piss bomb. It's a great band name. We give you listeners two good band names. Piss bomb is definitely the name of the band from Scott Pilgrim. Is what I was trying to say. It, we it, are pissed off. We're here to make you sad. It, think it's about what that they call G.G. Allen's backup dancers. Yeah. <laughs> <Piss> <laughs> um, but the the BTS or beached things are yes, they are ghostly creatures that have big umbilical cords. They're hard to see, but uh, when they appear, oh man, does your what's it called the Odra deck? That little thing sitting on uh, Sam's shoulder just goes. I want to be honest with you, Michael. You can call anything in this yeah. game anything you want, it's and I will not know if you're lying or not. Absolutely bug nuts. And let's just appreciate the irony of a game that makes you hold your breath to avoid making sound to attract the monsters while this thing on your shoulder is making squeaky, chirpy noises nonstop. That is something I love about this game, that feeling of release. Like, mm-hmm. it nails it when you when you uh, finally let your breath go, because the sound has very subtly been, you know, dampening, getting more muffled and quiet yeah. as you've been holding your breath. And when you let it go, it just all comes rushing back. And it's mm-hmm. this really cool feeling of, uh, you know, like, oh, I can finally 
let my endurance meter fill back up again. You, you are right, though. Like, God forbid, like, you trip over a rock and Ugh. make a noise or your fucking baby on the strap to your chest. Again, mm-hmm. not making this up, listeners. Play the game. It starts to cry. Mm-hmm. That will all, you know, attract the ghost bloody hand guys on the sand or whatever the fuck, right. you know, the BTs. But, like, yeah, R2-D2 on your fucking shoulder is giving all the beeps and whirs over here yeah. and doesn't seem nope. to phase them totally. whatsoever. It's, it's like Ellie in The Last of Us. The bad guys won't notice it. Yeah. It's it, yeah, exactly. I know, I know. Then I was playing that remake, and I'm like, that's still broken. We're like, yeah, my partner can just be like walking out there because the AI's got a path its way back to me, and they don't mm-hmm. seem to notice them. It's very yeah, odd. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, since we talked about the shit and piss bombs, there I have a, a, a clip relating to those. Oh, Processing fluids, waste products, there. Take the sample with you. Should the opportunity arise, try using it on a BT. I'm curious to see how they react. Who knows? It may even prove beneficial to you. So, uh, hey, Sam... throw some piss on it. See what happens, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Well, you find out Sam is actually has a unique physiology because he has this disease called dooms that lets you see and interact with the beached things. And he also is a quote-unquote repatriate, somebody who basically can't die. Every time he dies, he comes back to life pretty quickly. Uh, And because of this combination, he's totally unique. And so it's like, oh, you have uh, strange properties that the BTs don't seem to like. So let's see what happens if you throw your piss at them. And they don't like it. (laughs) It's piss, piss, liquid shit, Uh and blood bombs. Yeah, and then I got I got and that I director's think, edition uh, expansion, which lets you do the cum blast in their face. That's the uh, best move is when you throw the cum blast on them. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and shower water, I think, also will affect. Sure, them, the golden but, shower water. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, it's you yeah, can yeah. also just piss on them in the field. Which shut is up, great. you can. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah you can just oh, piss. I'm gonna be honest, Matt. I'm only eighty percent sure you're joking about the cum blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're going to have to buy it and find out, and I will collect my royalty of a game I had nothing to do with. Hell yeah. yeah. you got to save your cum for the new races so you have something to give to your, your uh, opponents as a prize when you lose. That's why I paid $20 for that expansion. All I know is I'm going to start calling myself a repatriate, and we're going to see mm-hmm. how middle America thinks about yeah. using that term. <laughs> make, make. What happened make to cum bombs in our repatriates? School? <laughs> I was going to make a bring a cum bomb in. Nobody would bat an eye. Now you got BTs. Classrooms full of BTs. Everywhere you look, there's a BT. <laughs> you used oh, to have cum bombs in the library. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Those people that stormed the Capitol, they were repatriates. <laughs> Some would say I also have dooms. I don't know. You tell me. I'm not the expert. Yeah. <laughs> None of them can die. It's fabulous. Uh, but the I've ones who did the bad things, things. <laughs> they were they were Antifa. They were Antifa repatriates, and then, then there were real repatriates. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, Stranding is probably it's the best game on our list. It came out in 2019 and then became so much more relevant in 2020, didn't it? Yeah. Uh, it was honestly shocking to... You know, especially I was in, you know, New York City at the time, and it was shocking to see delivery dudes with exactly those kinds of packages strapped mm-hmm. to their backs. And 
seeing basically social media all realize the same thing like oh this game yeah. was prophetic yeah. yes <laughs> bit of a bit of a personal quibble here is i hate when kojima's right about mm-hmm. predicting the future i fucking can't stand it because you could tell he's already like pretty full of himself as a person so he's like yes yeah i called it this is gonna be the yeah, society the- in the future it's like no yeah just just Look at my game with the Jimmy John's logo, with Brock Lesnar's shorts. Um, <laughs> I, I know, did every time you he walks around and you have like twenty boxes stacked up. It did make me think of like pizza delivery guys. I'm like, that would be amazing if someone showed up to my house with like forty pizzas yeah. stacked that high. For the curious mind, I did Google, and there do not appear to be any Trump mods for Death Stranding. However, supposedly, Trump and Brexit inspired the game in some ways. Huh. Interesting. Well, I guess the idea of a a shattered country, but... uh, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that. But before they got the monster integration, there was going to be MAGA hats in that game all over the place. (laughs) And and my pillows. Sam, Sam really drinks a lot of monster. It's just monster and little floating tardigrade creatures. Didn't they replace that? They replaced the monsters. Like they, they? I think the license expired, and now know. it's just some it's generic. Just promoting There's also Norman the beer. Does, does, yeah, does that mean we don't get the the promos for his uh, motorcycle show every time you take a shit? <laughs> his AMC motorcycle <laughs> the, show, the motorcycle motor rev. His show that like basically screamed it should be titled like I only got this because I'm on The Walking Dead, yes. like that show. Every time John. he takes a shit, now you see. Uh, remember that Better Call Saul animated series on Amazon Prime? No one does, oh. and it exists. It totally exists. Is it really? Yes, yes. There's an anime. Of Jimmy Fix It or uh, no 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 that's a fucking fucking uh, EU pedophile yeah. extravaganza yeah uh, UK pedophile if you wait, monster if, yeah. if you wait long enough though uh, the entirety of Rima Williams the Adventure Begins plays <laughs> while you're on the toilet it's a great movie dude oh it's awesome I'm telling you band name the lead singer Rima Williams and, and the, Adventure the Adventure Begins, begins. like come yes. on yeah the band that's is pretty the good. Adventure Begins I love it. The hits write themselves. And and opening for us, Morris Day in the Time. Nice. (laughs) Let's do it. Wasn't there a thing where he wasn't allowed to use that name anymore because of the Prince Estate? Like they said, we don't don't talk about the bad blood in the Morris Day situation, Michael. All right, let's move along to number two. Mr. Hackett seems pretty insistent we stay in the lodge. He's just trying to freak us out, you know? Like, um, like one of Ryan's stupid ghost stories. Why would he want to scare us? I don't think he was trying to freak us out, Jacob. I think he was really freaked out by something. <laughs> Chris seemed real serious what about is this, this guys. Performance? Just say you're in, man. Come on, one last night. Yeah, Dude, but- he won't even know. Was that Gisondo? Did I hear Gisondo in there? No, he is not in the story at this point. Uh, okay. And I will say nothing more for spoiler's sakes. That's... uh. One of those people. First of all, this is the quarry. Mm-hmm. Fantastic game. Play you got to upgrade the director's edition to get the Gisondo blast. <laughs> um, <laughs> one of those people. One of those people is Susan Sarandon's kid. Oh really? <laughs> uh, yes. Um, one of the last ones you heard speak, uh, who said he's not going to know. That's Susan mm-hmm. Sarandon's kid. Uh, the one playing Jacob, I don't remember. He's like on some soap operas, and the other one you heard speaking is uh, Justice Smith. I think that's his name uh, of of Detective Pikachu and uh, oh sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 can you tell I played a lot of this game yes <laughs> I I love the quarry a lot and the I, okay so 
Yeah, the breath hold holding mechanic in this, it's, you know, it, it works like other ones where you must hold it, and if you hold too long, you let out a gasp, and at which mm. point you'll get caught. Um, and it, what I really loved about this is, like, you know, it's, it's there's a lot of, a lot of quick time events with this game, right? Um, oh, yes. But I, I, I love how this was incorporated as such, where, you know, you hold your breath, and there's, like, there's, like, the heartbeat, there's, like, you see the thing moving in the background, and the idea is you need to wait till it's gone before you can let your breath out and safely proceed yeah. uh it's like it's like a, a like a an up not an upgrade but it's sort of a different take on when until dawn had the don't move mechanic which mm -hmm. you know like n on a meta level is probably also holding your breath right? right but uh but yeah the idea of like don't do anything you will die it's yeah. it's uh if you move great, your controller in any way you will i was know. gonna say yeah. doesn't this one take into the effect the six axis and the whole well, move? No, until so that was until like dawn yeah. until um, dawn i, I thought yeah. this and was the way, all a reference of trombone chant <laughs> no <laughs> did you see that someone modded in through the fire in the flames yeah. into trombone chant <laughs> pretty great uh, <laughs> so I, good. I do have a clip of the the breath holding in this awesome Stalking you, sniffing around very close to where you are. Alright, I'm gonna take a guess. And the pressure's off. That is the same character, Susan Sarandon's kid, holding his breath around the wild boar while the girl from Modern Family's standing there. Am nope. I correct? No. No. Oh. That is the, I, I think the girl from Modern Family, I guess, holding her breath. Uh, Did okay. I just have a well, stroke? Act, Did you well, just say all of those things there. together at <laughs> one time? Are you describing a nightmare? Something worse than I, mi I might be dying over yeah. here. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, so it's, 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 okay. See, that was actually going to be my second guess, was her in the woods after mm -hmm. she kisses her, her, her crush. Yeah. But anyways, uh, no bonus points. Um, and also the... <laughs> Ariel Winter for Modern Family is also in this game. Guys, the cast is, is so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It is. Uh, uh, Lance Hendrickson. Yes. And, yeah. And fucking uh, the brother from My Name is Earl. What's his name? The actor. Ethan Embry? Uh, uh, oh, Ethan. Ethan, yes. Ethan Supley. Ethan Supley. Ethan Supley. Yeah. The, the, the owner of the camp is David Arquette. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, really? Yeah. Brenda Screams Song David is Arquette? in here as well. Um, oh, the The matriarch of like the redneck family is uh an actress who's i don't remember her name but she's been in like all the like the conjuring and a bunch of those kinds mm. of like recent horror movies it's a cool game i will i will go ahead and plug early i uh i got a code for the i got actually i got this game from a friend i'm going to be streaming this game sometime in the month of october oh, before yeah. halloween like on get me scaring myself on camera i i str i did uh Man and Madon a, a couple of Halloweens mm -hmm. ago, mm -hmm. and so I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of have been saving the quarry to do during Halloween month. So right on, uh, I'll, I'll post about time. it when I go live, and you'll see Susan Sarandon's kid, who is my favorite character from that game. I thought he was hilarious. Doesn't she have a daughter who acts? You're talking about it's not the daughter; it's a son or something. I don't. I do my not know how this hers, particular I, child I, I, identifies. I, so I'm just trying not to misgender. But it is. Uh, it's not. The I daughter. never get tired okay. of mentioning this. Susan Sarandon married Chris Sarandon from Fright Night, and oh, shut up! And yeah. Stole his name. 
That's not her name at all. Wait, Susan Sarandon. I thought that was her brother. Huh? No, it's it's Susan Sarandon. Uh, never Listen, gave Michael, up the Sarandon I don't know if you've been name. Watching That's House not of her the name Dragon, at all. But <laughs> she's been acting uh, with with that moniker for years and made it more famous huh. than her uh, ex husband ever did. So good for her. Wow. Hmm. All right on. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to say like yeah, I love the game. That that first clip that I played is like the most teeth grinding moment for me because it's. The teenagers are all left alone with a very ominous warning not to go outside at night. Yeah. What's the first thing they do? We're going to be like total yeah. 80s teens and plan a big party. I mean, that's the Outdoors. point. It is yeah. it is tongue in cheek. Yeah. You know, like that. That's it's what they're classic going for. horror movie set up at a summer camp. Of course, yeah. they're going to put themselves in harm's way in yeah. multiple ways that are so stupid. Stupidly obvious. Yes, yeah, but, you're, but you're, even you're so, forgetting I, being a teenager, I, you throw a party because you're horny. True, and I oh, want especially I Jacob. Fuck some confetti. The, char- <laughs> the character Jacob is. <laughs> if you very could feed horny. booze to yes. confetti and then convince them to fuck <laughs> you, then good for you. <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, also, it's the only game on this list that has a detailed tutorial about how and when to hold your breath. Don't breathe. You need to stop breathing. Tricking the beast into taking you for nothing but a corpse. And where's the fun in hunting then which is already dead? Watch the visuals alter or listen to the sound change as the threat approaches. When the danger is past, run. Pick the right moment and run for your life. Be warned. Exhaling or running at the wrong time may just mark you as the creature's quarry, causing serious consequences. And, yeah, you fail a quick time event in this, you will very likely die. Yeah. Is that like it Rod, is Rod Serling, Serling with, like, Django Reinhardt yeah. music yeah. playing so behind it's, him? It's like... Rod Serling, but over, like, a Fallout-style animation. Mm-hmm. It's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah. They, they resurrected Rod Serling just to come on and do yes. this voice. If you could ever bring I your voice corpse, down and, but then, I'm here and then, to then drop my it to voice. this, that yes. might happen yes. to you. I'm Rod Serling. He <laughs> thought he was mining rocks in the quarry, but in reality, he had entered the Twilight yes. Zone. In reality, he was the quarry. He... <laughs> it's a double meaning. He thought he had wished for something else. Instead, the devil interpreted something different. Be specific with your wishes. I'm Rod Serling. He th- with the scary. He thought he had all the time in the world, then he broke his glasses. What a fool. <laughs> what an idiot. To serve man. He thought he no, saw a man on the wing and decided to shoot him with a gun. What a dipshit. <laughs> Nobody makes fun of Rod Serling in Halloween in my Sorry, no. Uh, to serve a- man is a cookbook. Oh. <laughs> Any others we want to spoil? Gosh, Twilight Zone rules. Yeah. Um, so good. Anyway, that, of course, brings us to... Number one. Ripley? Believe it or not. I'm Samuels. I work for the company. It's about your mother. We think we may have found her, Amanda. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, speaking of Lance Henriksen, mm, he's not uh, in this. Yeah. I don't think is he? No, he's, yeah. he's from the but series. He is, he, is he in two or three? Both. He was in the this... the Alien versus. Oh, you're Predator right. Both. Game. Right. I forgot oh, right. they brought yeah, him back. Anyway, 
This is uh, Alien Isolation. Yeah. And I gotta say that Samuel's there also sounded like uh, piss tutorial voice from from Death Stranding <laughs> a little bit. No. Yes, I'm I'm an actor who's not Nicholas Winding yeah. Refn. Yeah. That guy got a sad guy. card for being piss tutorial guy. It says that. It says that on his resume. Well, I played piss tutorial. Guy. Going back yeah. to Death Stranding briefly. So the the piss tutorial guy is the voice of Hartman. Who is a character based on the director Nicholas? Is it Winding Winding Refn? Winding Refn. I yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I know who he is. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. Neon Demon is the is the guy. Yeah, and and both he and Guillermo del Toro are in it at both with their actual faces and both with like voice actors who sound kind of like them. Neither of them actually act out their characters. I didn't realize del Toro didn't voice himself. Yeah, they they found a guy who sounds uncannily like him, but apparently okay. it's not him. Yeah, you know who it was? I, it was the same guy who voiced Conan O'Brien in that game, Chris Pratt. He did oh, all the voices. Yeah. So talented. So, so talented. I'm a to the Mushroom Kingdom, everyone. <laughs> Piss tutorial, here we come. Wait, why did your Chris Pratt sound like the B-52s here guy? Here we go. <laughs> the giant mushroom. Off ramp. I'm about to set sail. <laughs> This baby won't stop crying. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what game we talking? Oh, Alien, yeah, Alien yeah, Isolation. So, yeah. so Alien Isolation, <laughs> and it's We're called walls, Isolation man. because you arrive at this uh, this space station that's in the process of being decommissioned, the Sevastopol. But uh, things have gone terribly, terribly wrong, and this place that was already crumbling to begin with is being terrorized by a monster. There's a killer. A killer? What does that even mean? I ain't seen it, but it's here. Picking us off one by one. What are you saying? A psycho? A person? No. Psycho something else. A monster. Monster. Was that was that Chris Pratt's Mario? Yes. <laughs> There's something else here. A monster. Look, uh, full disclosure, by the way, I should I work for Sega, who published this game. I should no fucking around. This is it. the best aliens alien game that's ever been made. Oh yep. yeah, it's oh, yeah. available on I think every game, game pass. pass. It's a, yeah, it's yep. a definitely on Game Pass. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. You should play it. It, it like it's easy to ignore because yeah. it's. It, it just, Sega was trying to make like shooters and like action things out of Alien, and this is Creative Assembly, the people who do the Total War games, uh, yeah. getting the series right. It, it is it is the perfect horror game. Period. Yeah. Period. If, period. If you don't like games where you are helpless and have to hide from things, um, you may want to play it anyway and just repeatedly throw yourself into the alien's jaws until you're no longer afraid of it because you will have to contend with a lot of sequences like this. Closed up in a locker. Waiting for this thing to stomp around. And yeah, so it will do the thing where if you're hiding in a locker, it will stomp around, eventually come up to your locker and stare in through the slats, at which point you need to hold your breath and lean back and hope that it does not somehow detect you. 
and you know wanders away before you run out of breath. But the shit we talked about last week with the Big Daddy—that's what the—that's mm-hmm. what the Xenomorph is. If it right, finds well, you, you don't, yeah, yeah, you're fucking yeah. dead. Well, do we know? Do Xenomorphs have eyes, or how do they see? Because we know that. They don't look like they have eyes. It's just like a shell that kind of goes I mean, over their know, face. You know, you sometimes get to see through that, and it definitely has eye sockets. There's actually, when the second jaw comes out, a mm-hmm. third appendage comes out, and it's like two little googly eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so. <laughs> how it looks around. Uh, so, so, one thing I will say about this game is, like, a lot of games have tried to be aliens. Mm-hmm. This is the only mm-hmm. game that tries successfully to be alien. Alien. Yeah. Yeah, you know, like Alien alien. was a horror movie that was all about jump scares and tension, and not not a ton of action sequences, or not visually, not a ton to see there. Right? It's more just like what's in the mind's eye. It's like, oh shit, an alien's in the events. I I yelled on thirty twenty ten when we watched Alien three, which I thought was wonderful, which I've seen several times. Uh, Aliens ruined the Alien franchise. That everybody expected multiple aliens, and no, they I, I think at its core, action. yes, uh, Aliens is, is a phenomenal film. Most people see first before they see Alien, uh, Ridley Scott's Alien. Yeah. It's it's uh, sort but, of like if they followed up the thing with things, and there are a yeah, bunch of things being gunned down. With <laughs> and and guns. there's a place for action horror. I totally. love action horror where it's like, hey, we're fighting back against this thing, but like one is horror. The other is is more action, and, right, and video yeah. games tend to default. Obviously, we know toward the latter, right? Yes. It's much easier because it's like, well, you want to give agency to the player and have them shoot a, shoot something or whatever. That, but this game manages it, to do the horror part, you know. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird because, like, as a consumer of horror games, like recently finding out the the considerations that have to go into it, like a game like Outlast is seems to be like, you know, on the surface level, very hostile to the player. But at yeah. the same time, like, this was made by people who want you to play and enjoy their game. Yep. And, yep. like, that's a constant consideration. Like, you have to be able to deliver scares because that's what people expect. But if you make the game too scary, then they won't want to play it. And yeah. that's what happened, like, with Resident Evil 7 in Japan. That it, it got a reputation as, like, oh, no, it's too scary because of the, the beginning. And uh, or, so or with, with Resident me, Evil with Paranormal Village, Activity, like I can't watch Paranormal Activity mm, movies. <laughs> yeah, but well, take it, take it from a guy who worked like, on one of those. Hang on, Resident Evil Village, uh, like they had that marketing campaign in Japan saying it's not scary with the puppets. The puppets. Yeah, right. but but take it from a guy who worked on one of those. That is a constant topic of conversation amongst mm-hmm. dev teams. Is like, look, how much do you want to go power fantasy? Which, like I said, a lot of video games sort of end up there. They're like, well, you're going to fight back. And, and it and it's not scary after a while. Versus how much agency do you want the player to have? Versus, like, how scared do you want them to be? And, like, yeah, with the original Dead Space, that was one of the things people talked about. Is like, I couldn't finish the game because it was too scary, right? Really? So as a developer, oh. you kind of want... You want people to see and finish your game, hopefully, right? But at the same time, there's something to be said to, like... That's pretty fucking cool that people couldn't keep playing because they were yeah. too scared by our game. <laughs> really, you know what I mean? Like, there's something cool about that, yeah. So but, it's but, like, yeah, I mean, I, trust I'm me, so on, on the Crystal I, Protocol, I've Alien you know, Isolation. Uh, I've started it, I think, 10 times, and I've never played it very far because mm. it bothers the shit. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a legit scary game. And I, sure. I will say. Two mouths. That's too many mouths. Yeah, it, it does reach a point, at least it did for me, where I like, 
you know, I'd encountered the alien enough that I started to get a little used to it. And it's just like when it would show up, it's like, oh, this fucker again. Okay. Yeah. Hide out. Uh, if I, if I die, I'll just restart at the the nearest save thing. And uh, that that is the thing, though. It does build up a lot of tension in things like saving yeah. right. because, like, the saving happens in real time and you have to, like, you know, put in a card and wait for a meter with lights to fill up. Yeah. It and takes time. It, yeah, it it takes time during which you are vulnerable. So even it's and it's yeah. not just the alien that's out there. Like you have to worry about human scavengers who are jumpy and might shoot you. You have to worry about like all the the shitty, creepy old androids on the station mm-hmm. have gone haywire mm-hmm. and are you know now see you as a threat to be destroyed. Who who you mostly see the it takes forever to see an yes. alien in that game. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. it takes a long time to see those so androids. Hours. But and, and but to this day. The they pull off a really good magic trick like that yeah. alien trying to figure out how the AI works. It's mm-hmm. still like a a feat of engineering in games. And again, work for Sega, but um, but it's still like it's like yeah, how do they do that with that but, alien? Because it's still pretty that, cool. It's like that's why Alien Alien Isolation is so great. It's a triple A game that's a triple A developer uh, and publisher, but it is it is a fucking indie game. This is hmm. not supposed to be for everybody. It really isn't. I just want to say also, I decided the list order. Matt did not put this at number one. No, Thank no, you. no. Thank I love this game. I love this fucking game. Yeah, this this game's pretty, like, if but here play at number zero, Sonic and the Werehog. <laughs> Which one is that? Sonic Unleashed. Unleashed. That's the one with the Thank you. I, I, I know it's not literally called Sonic and the no, Werehog. No, I just couldn't remember it, it, what it was me, called. To me, it, like, it... Uh, it reminds me of the problems with the alien series. Once aliens came out and the idea that you could frag multiple aliens, mm. aliens became not scary. And this game asked you to remember why xenomorphs were scary from a 1979 movie in 2014. Yeah. And that's not going to be a blockbuster, but it's on every it's on, it's on PS plus it's on game pass. Every, there's so many ways to still get the fact that this game still exists. And you can still get it. Get it. Get it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. It's great. Kind of suggested it was a blockbuster. It also had that DLC where that like recreated the events of the yes. first Alien movie and got, I think, most if not all of the cast. Everybody back. who was alive. Yeah. Like the Yaffa fact Kato, that you get Sigourney to play uh, yeah. Disney's Alien game. Just throwing that <laughs> yeah. out. Disney's there. Alien. Oh my god. Disney's Alien Isolation. Yeah, oh, uh, Yafet Kodo, Ian Holm, and John Hurt are still in this game. And mm-hmm. Sigourney Weaver, who Bilbo balked at, at being in Ghostbusters because she didn't Disney understand princess, that it was a, a, you know, we're going to do basically <laughs> Ghostbusters 3, totally did this game. It's all still available. It shouldn't be available and it still is. And I, I hate that when people have never heard of this game. It's so good. So yeah. good. Who Get hasn't it. heard of it? My God. Uh, yeah, Alien Isolation, fucking fantastic. Uh, you will have to hold your breath a lot to avoid aliens that you, an alien that you are defenseless against. But anyway, that has been our top five. So on that note, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, uh, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned.
get scratching. Would you like exclusive bonus podcast commentaries and more from the Laser Time crew? Then we strongly encourage you to support this show on patreon.com slash laser time. It supports not only this show, but all the rest of the Laser Time Network. You'll get commentaries, play games with the hosts, see exclusive videos first, and receive an uncut weekly ad-free podcast bonus time. Speaking of which, here's a quick taste. But I want to talk about good cartoons. Talk talk about about a good cartoon, a good experience, a movie I have seen three times. What? What? I've seen three times. Yeah, I've seen it twice already. Uh, that's Chippendale Rescue. What the fuck? I, I'm supposed to be the, like the diehard here. Jesus Christ! It, it is, uh, does seem like a movie custom made for you though, Chris, because it's like yeah. the sequel to Roger Rabbit. We never. It is. It is Roger Rabbit, and I. I don't say this with cynicism. It's Roger Rabbit for uh, millennials and Gen Xers, uh, yeah. and, and, and just because, like, you know, I didn't want to spoil things for Michael. I was just like trying to say, like, you're not going to see Mickey. And you're not going to see Donald, really. But, like, dude, there's schnookums in meat in the end credits, for fuck's sake. I don't think that's been acknowledged by Disney in any way ever. But there's, like, they're just, boom, there in the end. It's fucking crazy. It, it, uh, some of those cameos that they got and are the, so, yeah. just Randy Marsh is in a... Randy Marsh is, Randy in Marsh a fucking, is chilling in his sauna. In a, in a sauna room. I was... I, I got... With uh, two of the three little pigs. <laughs> Get Bonus Time, a weekly uncensored and commercial-free podcast every Tuesday, starting for just $5 on Patreon.com slash LazerTime. And welcome back to our second segment, where we're just going to jump straight into... Overwatch 2, I got, yeah. do we have more to say about that? I got to play it. I All got right. to Congratulations. play the game. We got in. I got in. I it. played Mercy mm-hmm. because she's one of the free characters that you get with it, and who, and she's someone I played as in the first game, and I, I like Mercy quite a bit. Um, she's an angel. Um, hey, guess what? It plays Literally. just like Overwatch. <laughs> no, why am I not <laughs> I surprised? Like, I was did like, we, man, did we, I did we edit out my segment from last week? When no, I said no, I played no. It for, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, but we, Matt, I, but Matt I, has some things to say. Is all. I, no, I no. got in and I played it, and yeah, I saw the stuff you're talking about, Chris. Of like, it was surprising to be like, why is this character locked off to me? That doesn't seem fair or right and um yeah the whole battle pass thing it's it's taken some getting used to i okay i I asked you guys a question i don't think you you responded i was like hey did all your career progress reset did they reset all that for two because like none of my overwatch one stats carried over into two did you play it on the same console i did but what I'm afraid of is I've changed my gamer tag since then. Right. And, you know, sometimes that can screw up, like, what, yes. you know, how they associate the account. And I'm like, oh, it doesn't have any of my Overwatch ones. Again, and none I of these stuff I, only, I unlocked. I only have my girlfriend's uh, son. He's like, yeah, I signed up. Got all my shit back. <laughs> That's, I was going to ask you this because, like, I, yeah, you know, I, I had loot back. boxes because I bought the $60 version of Overwatch 1, Ooh. which came with a bunch of loot boxes. Right. None of that shit carried over. And I'm like... Man, that's going to piss me off if I just didn't do the account linking I mean, correctly. Dude, I don't remember doing that on iOS. Signing, I don't have a Battle.net account. If you ask me, I don't have one. But apparently I did. You have to to play Overwatch. I know, I know. But but like when I signed in with my iOS, it's like, well, this is your Battle.net account, right? Are you, are you you're playing an Xbox or PlayStation? Like, dude, I've never... I don't even remember signing up for this thing. But I I know it was tied to my Battle.net because it's the, my Battle.net name is is like my old gamer tag, which I can admit now because I no longer use it. It's it's from Pirates of the Caribbean. I was Captain Matt Sparrow, all right? So it's just Captain <laughs> Matt. <laughs> 
So Captain Matt's still there, and then of course it's tied with my new gamer tag, and I'm like, fuck, I fucked it up by <laughs> Sparrow. Isn't on, great? Deadly, uh, on Deadly Tide is going to be great, guys. It's very great, but it's very 2004. Like it's, it really is. <laughs> but anyway, so I was a little disappointed by that. I'm like, shit, none of my none of my stuff carried over. But it's <laughs> my my account was Boromir for life. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna live, right? He's gonna live past yeah. the first movie. Um, He's very much for life. He's in favor of it. So it. It's working now, and I can get in. They apparently fixed all those issues. So, I'm, uh, dear listeners, I'm, I'm assuming you can get in as well. And you will see, as Chris and I did, it's like, yeah, it's very much Overwatch right now. And it's, it's I'm still kind of going, why did we need to have a new one yet? Why, why didn't they give us the other new shit yeah. that would have justified turning off the servers for one or whatever they, they it's, did. It's, you know? it's their problem because it's a live, it's supposed to be a live game mm-hmm. and I jumped in five years after not playing and like why does this still look the same? Yeah, I have this like, like I loved the first Overwatch. It was it was, you know, number one with a bullet <laughs> for so many outlets, hey. including, you know, where I worked at the time. And, yeah, I fully agree. It was the, it was the game of the year for that year, no question. Uh, and, like, man, I just have no desire to play two. Like, it's just – there's nothing about it that makes me go, yes, this but, is the sequel. It's, but it's, enough it's people like must want to play it. It's like 1.25. It, but, but enough you know? people must want to play it where it was, yeah, like, young, literally you couldn't get do, in. Right? And, and, and people yeah. who uh, – want a live ser- we're not young enough to want more live services can we say that I, I don't have <laughs> enough time right, in the yeah. day to want hmm. to play more live uh, you know games. I, Matt you mentioned people not want you know not being able to get in I wonder what those numbers would have been like if overwatch one weren't shut down before this launch mm. yeah I think what, what it, I now I think I might understand why they shut it down if if I went to play two and got bounced because the queues were too long, I would just go back to playing one and I would never try to play two again. Like, if, if one was still running, like, that might be why they were like, yeah, we're going to turn off one because, yeah. you know, they, they've been through this enough to know. And if you played one, you might as well play two because it's the, the only same game. A- equivalent <laughs> I could think is, is when we had a Rock Band 2. And Rock Band 2 was like, you could port over all your stuff. And, like, that was very new. And, like, but yeah. then why have a Rock Band? Two, like just yeah. make new songs. So, yeah. so here's the thing: like Blizzard, they're aware of the issues at least. Where they there was a new. I'll jump ahead in a news item. Um, they they announced some make goods, which mm-hmm. is the right thing to do. Uh, so basically, if you've yes. had trouble in the last few weeks, everyone who logs in in the next few months, you're going to get a health pack weapon charm, a cursed Captain Reaper skin, Ooh. Uh, and then they're going to have like... Captain Matt Reaper skin. Captain Matt, Captain Matt Reaper skin. <laughs> they're going to have double XP weekends. Because, um, yeah, they, there was more issues that we didn't even report on last week. Like, they had to <laughs> temporarily disable Bastion and Torborn, two of, like, the OG characters from, from mm. one... Because they were broken and like OP, like their ults would like the, you could do multiple oats. My ults turret in a is row. invincible. It was it was bad. Other than just like if you could get in there, there was a lot of rough patches that hopefully they're glossing over now. So uh, rough patch that sounds like it would be the name of what they. This is the rough patch. This is this Actually, is. That sound, you know what? That sounds more like a. It sounds like a siege operative. This the is Overwatch one point three. The rough patch. <laughs> but I, I do want to say like this is not. This is a live game. Um, yeah. It's not unique not... To, to Blizzard or Overwatch. Right. right. Like, it's yeah. not exclusive to them. And, like, uh, yeah, there's going to be some 
battle fixes and all that shit. I, I wish Overwatch Watch One didn't go away, but hey, you decided to, to turn it into a two that's on Blizzard. It didn't yeah. go away, Chris. It just moved to a new town and redefined yeah, I itself I, I know, as Overwatch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's the Caroline in the city of video games. <laughs> I mean, like, because I was telling you guys that last week that like I I, I I played Overwatch for two years and had a great time. Never felt good, never felt bad. It has a really good way of doing that. And when I loaded up the Overwatch two, like this is a map from the previous game, and so is this, and so is this, and so is this. Like, uh, what what is the two? What's the two? Tell me the two. New characters. There's two or three three new characters in Oh, here. no, no. There's tons yeah. of new characters, but, like, they didn't like the monetization um, behind it. Because, like, you know, we're adults. And, like, uh, if you tell me, can I pay $20, $40 for Overwatch? Uh, sure. But you don't have that option. You have to buy a battle pass. Yeah. Mm. And I want to I be clear, too. Like, you know, I don't want to... I'm not... I don't want to sit here and just, like bash a game I haven't played right not that we're bashing it like mm -hmm. it's I'm sure it plays fine right because it's just no, it Overwatch does. 1 again with one less person on, you know on the team so I'm sure it plays fine and Overwatch does play really well I just it, there's nothing in it to you know that makes me say yes I want to play this you know it's free to play will I try it at some point when you know the server issues are fixed probably but like for now it's just no, you, that's what I'm saying. They're, there's they're, no they're fixed. You can get in. I, I, I got oh, they are fixed. I'm still on board with saying okay. there was never server issues. You could always get in. And mm. uh, but I don't know how this is, is, is supposed to sustain a million mark uh, uh, of people playing this on a regular basis. I don't get it because mm. it most of what I played was last year was was 2016 game. I oh wow! Care. Do you want to hear something weird? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm on I'm on Battle.net and I'm looking at my account to be like, hey, what did I do wrong with the linking? So under game accounts, it oh, just lists shit. it just lists Overwatch. Bungie's there too, but it says the last time I played Overwatch was October 9th, twenty twenty two. So it just recognizes two as the original Overwatch. Oh no! It's the same game. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's talk about let's stop talking about an old game. Let's talk about uh, Asteragos Curse of the Gosh. Stars. Which, full disclosure, I got a code for this from Tiny Build. Yes, the publisher yesterday before we recorded this show. So I've only been able to play maybe a little over an hour. Um, it is a Souls like. It is very pretty. It has really fun combat. Uh, I do have an issue in that early on it it front loads a lot of chat. Uh, and you can skip most of it, but I am one of those people who hates skipping cutscenes. So, of course, I would rather just, like, you know, hit A to advance and, like, okay, now read this faster than the, the voice actors can speak it. Skip, 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 skip. And then, and then after a while, it's like, wow, this is a lot of text. Um, this is a lot of chat, and I'm, I'm not interested enough in the world yet to be to want to read all this. I want to go out and experience it a bit more first. So you it, don't want all the made up words mm -hmm. <laughs> thrown at you. So yeah, it has it has sort of a design aesthetic that reminds me of uh, Dark Siders a little bit with like the big chunky weapons that oh, look like yeah. Uh, yeah. Celtic knots. Uh, and you it right right off the bat gives you a choice of a bunch of different weapons, and you can you can carry two at any time. One is your like 
RB attack, the other's your RT attack, and uh, you, you get like a bunch of um, modify. Like every weapon has a cool secondary ability. Like the spear can parry, the sword and shield can, of course, block. And um, yeah, you get you get cool secondary abilities that you unlock as you go through and level up. And uh, you don't have to go to a bonfire, whatever this. I, I forget what this game's equivalent is called. To to level up, you can do that at any time. Um, but you know you can rest at them, and it'll mark that as like here's your save point. Here's where you'll respawn, and also we'll regenerate all the monsters around you. So yeah, it's it's a fun little light lighter than normal Souls likes. Like you know it doesn't have the the same grimness or despair that a lot of Dark Souls and Dark Souls imitators have. But uh, yeah, it's it's a fun one. Um, check it out if you are hungry for more like it. I also received an unsolicited code for this, but I have nothing to disclose because mm. I haven't played it. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, but hearing that it is a Souls-like mm-hmm. is something that always tickles me, so I will, you know, make some time, hopefully, to check it out. Yep. Uh, I also checked out No More Heroes 3 on Steam, which uh, it previously debuted on Switch. Now it's on everything, Xbox, PlayStation, PC, uh, I will say the PC built that I played, for whatever reason, defaulted to Japanese text. So it took me a second no. to... Uh, the, the VO is still all in English. I, I think you can change the VO language, but defaults to English VO, Japanese text, and uh, tried to figure out, okay, which which one of these menus has Nihongo in it? Uh, okay, now I, that, that's switch that to, uh, to English, and we're good. But, uh, yeah, um, I've heard really good things about No More Heroes 3. I played through it when it came to Switch, finished it. Um, did not enjoy it as much as the previous games. I kind of felt like it gets really repetitive after a while. The boss fights are kind of built around uh, increasingly silly gimmicks. And also, it's really not so much a sequel to the first two No More Heroes games as it is a sequel to Travis... Uh, was it Travis Lives Again? I'm going to look it up real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, I know yeah, what you're yeah, talking yeah. about, yeah. Well, the audience might not, so... Travis Rides Again. <laughs> rides Again. Van Travis Wilder. Strikes Again. <laughs> strikes yeah, okay. Again. Yeah, Travis Strikes Again. No More One Heroes. One of those verbs. Yeah. We had so, the wrong verb. Yes. And, and that, that is a completely different kind of game, and yet the cutscenes in No More Heroes 3 reference it and its events constantly. So it really helps if you've played through that game and have a working knowledge of you know what the world has become. Mm. The world of Santa Destroy and who these characters are. Do you still save by going into the battle? Of course. Wonderful. And and yeah, you spend most of the cutscenes talking about Takashi Miike's work and uh, mostly Japanese wrestling. So, <laughs> And a little bit of Remo Williams' The Adventure Begins. Sadly, I was going to say, no, we, we but... were talking about Deadly Premonition. Mm-hmm. So there you go. But it does bring back the like the odd jobs from the first game where you 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 know make money by mowing lawns and shit. Who throws uh, a hat? Yeah, so that's that's pretty cool. Um, and the combat's still pretty great, but like I said, it does get a little repetitive, and you know, cutting through increasingly strange aliens is a little. Eh, it's not. It's cool. It's not quite No More Heroes, but all right, whatever. I mean, it's No More Heroes three. Yeah, it is No More Heroes three. Not quite No More Heroes. Well, not not quite what the first couple games established is the formula. Yeah. All right. I I threw a game on here that I know none of us have played, but I really enjoyed this comic series as a kid, and I have to bring up. Whenever there's an Asterix and Obelix game, you bet your ass I'm going to mention it on the show. Asterix and Obelix XXXL. Mm-hmm. 
the one not starring Gerard Depardieu. The Ram from Hibernia is the subtitle of this game. If you need an Asterix and Obelix fix, this seems to be the only way you can get that nowadays. An Asterix and Obel fix. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> if you need an Asterix and Obel fix, speak to your doctor. Yeah. I, I was going to say... I believe these are beat 'em ups. I, I yeah, think all I the games. Think so are well, I remember like I, th- I can't remember if it was XL or XXL, the the one that was like Mission Las Vegas, uh, that okay. like had the the Grand Theft Auto three parody cover with like you know the different yeah. panels with the different characters. I know Chris won't play these because you beat up Romans the entire game. Mm. He's told me before, like, I refuse yeah, to play Anti-Italian. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's defamatory. Anti-Italian bullshit sentiment. Yep, I gotcha. I don't think I've ever interacted with Asterisk and Obelix in any way. The comics were great. I'm, f- I'm familiar with them, but... Yo, that fucking... The arcade game of uh, Asterix and Obelix is a great game. Is it? Yes. It's yes. a belt scroller, it's, right? It's, it's a it's forgotten a Konami uh, beat-em-up. I have not read... I, I know, like, I'm familiar with the Asterix and Obelix, um, Obelix mm-hmm. property, Please. but I've never, I've never read any of it. I've never seen any of the movies, but I do just love that Asterix and the Black Gold, according to Wikipedia, is mainly inspired by James Bond films and biblical tales. Yes. <laughs> I have gone on for uh, Asterix and, and uh, Obelix, um, and they're amazing. There's an amazing Konami beat-em-up game mm-hmm. uh, that's just like Ninja Turtles or The Simpsons or mm-hmm. Bucky O'Hare. Why did I put that in there? Jesus. If anybody, but <laughs> just like Remo Williams. But, uh, yeah, like uh, <laughs> if if you lived in France or apparently the beach community I grew up in, like they, they, it was a suck. I loved, I loved wow. Asterix. And there Obelix. was one bookstore as a kid my mom would take me to that had the comic rack of yeah. Asterix and Obelix, like TPBs, yeah. like trade paperbacks. Like it wasn't, you know, wasn't just like it. the comics. It was a little, the glossy cover. I loved it. It was, it was like a, a violent Disney comic. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. a violent Laurel and Hardy a little bit, right? Where, where it's like, there's like this little scrawny dude who can fight Asterix. And then there's Obelix. Who's like the big, big dopey dude. Who, who Gerard Depardieu played? He, he plays Obelix. And that was like I tried watching one of the the Asterix movies on a plane once going to France, and like within five minutes I'd shut it off and look for something. I was like, "This is awful!" Like this is just like the most broad sort of like adults trying to act out a cartoon kind of show, and, and like it, but it's, it's very just, French at the same time because eh. it's it's definitely some like French self wankery. Like, yeah, the Gauls fucking defeated the Romans over mm-hmm. and over again, but it's also well just like, in this one little village. And and I just want to point out because we we sort of skirted around this earlier, and I know that some Asterix fan out there is screaming in the English versions. Their druid is named Gitafix, which mm-hmm. I I did not get until I was a teenager and that understood is a drug that reference. phrase. That yeah. is a drug reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have they have the 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 super strong drug that makes them fight. Yeah, well, it's right? the, like, the potion, yes. Yeah, the, the roids. Yeah. They're on they're I, fucking <laughs> gas to the gills is what we're saying, folks. I just want to say that when it comes to comics, no game is better than the beat 'em up Kathy game. <laughs> I would love Arg. to see that. <laughs> Ack, that's what it is, Ack. I remember I would love to see it too. one of my most disappointing experiences going to the um the Peanuts Museum, which is in Santa Rosa, California. And they have a reproduction of his office. Uh, Chris, the, the guy who who did Peanuts, sorry, his name is Charles me. Schultz. Charles Schultz. 
I was so pissed off. It's like the reproduction of his bookshelves. There was a fucking Kathy thing. What? And I was just, I was like, this is low class. I am so disappointed <laughs> in you as a human. It, it'd be like, it'd be like there being a reproduction of Walt Disney's office and having like Warner Brothers cartoon shit on the bookshelf. You'd be upset. You'd be like, no, dude, you're, you're better than what, this. So, so what? He'd only be interested in his own stuff? <laughs> well, not Kathy is, is the point mm. there. Yeah. You know? Colleague is a colleague. What we really need is a Smash Brothers style comic. Yes. Just beat yeah. em up game. Uh, Power uh, because I want to see because I want to see Zippy choke slam like the Phantom. <laughs> I want to see I want to see Blondie yeah. just annihilate the rest of the board with mm-hmm. that game, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a sandwich the size of a building, mm-hmm. just beating mm-hmm. people down with mm-hmm. it. Well, um, we also have uh, there's a few games coming out this week that uh, we haven't had a chance to play. Uh, either they're not out yet, or we just haven't got our hands on them yet. Uh, Dragon Ball the Breakers. Dragon Ball Breakers, got it. Breakers, okay, yeah, Ball Breakers, sure. Uh, PGA Tour 2K23. I'm sorry, Matt, I will never play that. Never. You're going to play that. I'm not going to play it. Yeah, you're, no. you're the biggest Rory McIlroy fan I know. <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> that makes me the biggest fan. You know, perfect. Yeah. And it's, it's a funny golf joke you would get if you... He's the fourth McElroy brother. Right. Uh, he hasn't been on any of the podcasts. I'm Rory. Rory, the fourth McElroy. Uh, Scorn, I, I I did watch like half an hour of it earlier, and like, that is a seriously fucked up looking game. Like, I yeah. can't wait to Walking play it. simulator, I've... but weird shit happens. Yeah. It's all very, very heavily influenced by the art of H.R. Giger. Uh, yeah, the key art has scales. That's all I'll say about yeah. this game. Like, when you see yeah. what I see, because it's on my... It's one of those you can pre-install with Game Pass, and it's just mm-hmm. sitting there waiting to unlock yeah. on my Xbox. But and every like, time I scroll past it, I get that, the first thing you see is like this fucking corpse lying in a desert, and then its eyes open, and you're that corpse, and you're walking oh. around. Now you have to solve puzzles in this giant alien hive. I can't wait to play it, man. I I was in a meeting today where someone pointed out, like, I guess the puzzles are really neat and mm-hmm. kind of abstract or trippy, given the body horror of the game but the main thing that was said is he was like yeah it's good the puzzles are neat and it is disgusting oh it was like so wonderful yeah cannot wait xenomorph is like my favorite movie monster of all time yeah cannot wait there's one bit that i saw where like you're this you're uh pulling this like misshapen human humanoid creature out of a wall and it's like trapped in this weird shell and appears to be miserable and you mm. like just push it hey, around there's no way to speak about asterisk and obelix yeah. okay <laughs> but you push it around to various contraptions and it's like am i helping this thing or torturing it i it's so pathetic i kind of yes. want to help it but i'm not sure what like I'm putting it in a chair and like a giant buzzsaw is descending into it. Like, oh fuck, I, I guess I'll have to kill it. And like, no, the buzzsaw is like cutting away its shell, but now it's just staggering around. And like, ah, eh, this is weird and unsettling. And I love it. I'm having trouble counting the number of Geiger ripoffs. Hmm. Get it? That was a Geiger counter joke. Ah, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Um, That's a science joke. It's a science. Yeah. Okay. Take us to the news, goddammit. News. Just in time. Yes. Yes. This is a Chris oh. Pratt. 
Last week, uh, we made fools of ourselves talking about a thing that we hadn't seen that you all had seen. Yeah. We were still right. A weird we were moment. right. <laughs> yeah, we weren't, this, we weren't too far this off. This podcast is 50% Italian, by mm-hmm. the way, so let's just let's ah. watch ourselves, okay? Mm-hmm. Ah. Chris and I know people. <laughs> so, so we finally saw that trailer for the Mario movie. Um, it's fine. It's, it was totally yeah, it's fine. It's mostly <laughs> fine. I, I feel oh. like the... What what gelled out of it is like yeah everything's fine except Chris Pratt's voice people seem to have a serious issue with that we we heard it for all of about four seconds um, but it's it's it is strange that it's just like yeah he talked about like oh he's, I'm doing so much work on this Mario voice it's gonna be so cool when you hear it and it's just his voice with like a slight Brooklyn accent is yeah. it Brooklyn or Bronx I could I know good no, at that's, identifying that's the two important. of those but it's... Brooklyn Brooklyn accent is Bugs Bunny hmm. Yeah. Ah, that so Bronx is like uh, it's a little more of a mouthy accent, if that makes sense. N- no one remembers it because 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 Brooklyn right now, uh, if you went to the borough, looks like a ski lift, right? Uh, fucking, <laughs> fucking uh, the Brooklyn accent. Brooklyn had a definitive accent. That's what Bugs Bunny was. Mm. But yeah, I mean, I, so yeah, it's not. Is not the Italian accent. I think mm. that's what people were commenting on. Although it wasn't yeah. the French and Italian versions of the trailer. Yeah, did the falsetto Italian thing like Yippee! it was? It... <laughs> yeah, it sounded much closer mm. to like what we think of as the Mario voice. Yeah. And it's like yeah. what I'm, we're I... the only ones who don't get that <laughs> because of Charles Martinet can't anchor a movie. Yeah, he's there a box a office of poison. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I got a name for that, Charles Martinet. Box office poison. Yeah, box office poison. <laughs> um, no, there was there was a piece going around. It was a polygon piece about like yes. how like the Mario voices. Uh, there's like it's a lose lose because he's never really been a character, and a lot of people were dragging it. Mm-hmm. But I gotta say, I agree. He's a vector for jumping, and that's kind of all Mario is meant to be. You know I what think, I mean? I think the piece when it talks about the character, I get it. What I hard disagree with is like he was. Charles Martinet himself is a professional voice actor who's done more oh, than yeah. Mario, who mm-hmm. has actually injected a lot of character into Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like much. To, to be clear, <laughs> right? But but to be clear, I do like yes, Martinet should be the voice. I think most people feel that way. But yeah, it's like it's a thing where like yeah, Mario he doesn't speak in complete sentences sentences normally, and it's like. You really got to think about, like, what do you really know about Mario and who he is as a person? We, What's his personality? We did a laser time of, of, about, like, Mario speaking in complete sentences with Charles yeah, Martinet. It's weird. It sounds very it's weird. weird. It's not good. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but I, I kind of love, like, the Mario and Luigi version of him that only speaks in, like, Italian food complete sentences. You know, yeah, like, every yeah, sentence yeah. Like, with, like, it's Banjo-Kazooie voice. It's like Banjo-Kazooie voice by way of pizza. And again, box. I'm Italian. Like, it's... <laughs> like, I won't pretend to be offended by that at all. Oh, yeah, no, not at all. To me, like, like, that would have been a great choice for the movie. That, that would have been fucking hilarious because he is, it is, like... What, what what are those uh, movies called? Michael, the Japanese thing where he's, he's a man out of out of time and place. It's the Isaac. isekai. Isekai is isekai, isekai yeah. right? And isekai where yeah. he where the main character can't really speak is fucking hilarious, and that's yeah. why it works what, in the Mario. What games. if it had been like Minions, but Mario is the singular minion, right? And everyone else can speak in complete sentences. And he's sitting over here. Yeah, fettuccine. What is he saying? I don't get it. Honestly, that'd be hilarious. It'd be great. Is that English? I'm Toad. 
<laughs> yeah, like when I sit down and watch the movie, you know, it'll be it's gonna be fine. The, the animation know? was like was amazing. The, yeah, like, the, the animation it. quality was really good. Jack, and the thing is, like, I think even from when the voice cast was announced, yeah. it was like it was like the same feeling of when that was announced for anybody that like you know saw the whole list. Because I was surprised at how many people had no idea who was in this movie until they saw that trailer. I was like, mm. like people who I would think would know and be more plugged in were like, oh, wait, Jack Black's Bowser? I'm like, yeah. yeah. They said that like they a year and a half ago. Yeah. It was a year no. ago. Yeah, Charles um, Grodin as Toad really threw me. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true, but it'd be amazing. Oh, bring things to me, to I, I, I am disappointed we didn't get to hear much of Charlie Day's Luigi, because that feels like yeah. inspired casting. Listen. It's gonna sound like Charlie Day. Yeah. <laughs> like, we know what that one's gonna There's sound like. There's no other takeaway other than this is the worst trailer I've ever seen. Shut it up. Is, no, that, that is the exact opposite no, of no, no, no. all of our No, sorry. Uh, no, dude. A teaser is a, a, a prolonged thing where uh, you get a plot point, which we didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we, we got. Two scenes, two scenes in a trailer for a movie that's yeah. out mm. in two months or four months. Yeah. Uh, it's out. It's out in April. It's like six months away. Fuck off, uh, all of you. Fuck off. <laughs> what I learned in the Charlie Day scene: there are people who are fans of Dry Bones who call themselves boners, Me. and that's the best thing I do. learned in all of this. None of that's it was hilarious. bad. I'm not pissed at any of it. Um, you but just think structurally it was not a good trailer. In in terms of like. A, a trailer that tells you what a movie's supposed to be about three months when the mo- a movie is out. Six months. Six months. Mm. Bad. <laughs> like, but but yeah. it was it was two scenes. They showed you two yeah. and a half scenes. I didn't. I didn't mind. I like Jack Black. Like, I love that they, they added some effects where he sounds like Bowser more yeah. than Jack Black. Mm-hmm. It's, it's clearly still Jack Black with the yeah. rocker and, and all that. But the stuff, animation but like, for all that was just. Well, Real yeah, good when he's good. showing up and breathing fire. Wonderful, yeah. and I'm I, I'm less mad that they're adapting new Super Mario Brothers U for a movie. Yeah, whatever it is. I, yeah. So my so like to finish my thought from before, I feel like the sentiment from the casting announcement is still the exact same as the reaction to the trailer, where it's like all of this is great, all this is fine. Except for Chris Pratt's voice isn't particularly interesting. Like it's it's like from the from the time the cast was announced, everybody was like, "Oh yeah, Charlie Day, Luigi, perfect. Jack Black, Bowser, that's gonna be cool." Yeah, but, like but, but, but Seth like, Rogen, Donkey Kong, great. Fred Armisen, Funky Kong, like come on, I've, you know. I've or gone is he on cranky, record but, saying yeah. I don't understand people's anger at Chris Pratt. For and this is from someone who's always been kind of annoyed by Chris Pratt. I'm not necessarily angry at him, but there is a yeah. saturation well, I, of him that, that is bothersome. Yeah, I, I will say I don't really have a strong feeling about it if it's down to me. I'm just kind of looking at like, wow, it is entertaining to watch these people and their angry reactions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, because like, like, like let, let's, let's, let's consider what would happen otherwise. And like, Adam Scott is Mario. <laughs> Are we having mushrooms yet? <laughs> Nobody would care. Save that energy for the question of the week. Nobody yeah. would care. It wouldn't mm. matter at all, and it would be fine. But, yeah, I, I mean, I don't actively hate Chris Pratt. It's just, for me, it's just a market saturation thing. It's like, enough already. There are other working actors. You know what mm. I mean? It's like, he's just, he's in so yeah, much L- that I'm just kind of tired of it. And I say Mario. Let's have and it. I, and I say that, which is ironic because Chris Pratt is going to voice Garfield. <laughs> um, I and I, and I, and I say that because like, 
I say that being a fan of like like Star Lord's literally my favorite of the MCU heroes. You know, hmm. uh, like personality wise, I, it, like we have the, I, he and I have like the same flaws, so I really identify with him. But uh, uh, you can't it's be like, hitting yeah. the left nut first. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the I've one. seen a lot. Of- um, <laughs> your mom uh, got tr- killed by aliens in front of you. Accurate. Yep. Uh, I'm also a, a illegitimate child of of, uh, of uh, Kurt Russell of a planet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it's all true. It's mm-hmm. all true. Sweet. Like every part of it. Nice. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah. It's like outside of that, it's like I'm just kind of sick of seeing him and hearing him. Like it yeah. just it's like he's in just too much for me. Yeah. Fair. Um, but I mean, like I, I said, when I sit down and I hear him in this, you know, in this in this hour fifty minute movie or whatever it's going to be, it'll be fine. There was you nobody know? in else in the world I can consider other than Danny DeVito and Luel Bono mm-hmm. who I'd yeah. rather have as Mario. Yeah. And also and also like let's be clear the man was in talks to do this voice years before any public ire. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like for sure. Yeah. He's been signed on a lot longer than we ever knew. I, I did think it was kind of funny that uh, you know I'm, I'm seeing about as much backlash to his voice as I saw for uh the the original Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, but uh, the irony of it is that it's like even though it's actually much more work to completely redo the CG in a movie than it is to re-record an actor's lines, it is actually much harder to break an actor's contract, especially a leading right. man, than yeah. to redo yeah. months of CGI work. And he's not I, gonna yeah. be replaced. It's, yeah. that's, that's not gonna happen. No. Actually, so the one negative I had about the reveal and the announcement, it was like, was actually, it was the actors like fucking literally phoning it in from Zoom. And I'm like, can you, mm, yeah. can you Except get someone on a stage, please? Jack Black no, put he was, some effort he was in. zooming in. I mean, but he was still but, zooming uh, in. It's just yeah. like, can you well, get well, these sure, guys yeah. in a room somewhere, please? Like, no, COVID. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, Chris Pratt was busy. Mm-hmm. He was to stomping Koopas. I'm mm-hmm. I'm researching the role by stomping the life out of turtles. I think were his exact. You know who words. he sounded like? He sounded like Raphael. He was doing the Roth like that tough guy yeah. accent. I'm hey, who pays for this yeah. shit? Oh, what's yeah. this right. shit? Oh, some mushrooms and shit. Hey, over here. Yeah, yeah. we anyway. just revealed so that our makes ages Luigi too. Mikey. <laughs> This uh, Bridges guy just pissed in this fucking mushrooms here. Now that is a Death Stranding <laughs> yes, reference. Yes. Anyway. All right. Mario, hold your breath. Other, other, other showbiz type uh, shit. Uh, so an animatic. This is great. An animatic of a canceled Kingdom Hearts TV show was released. Oh, man. So and weird. personally, I got to say, it's way more yeah. coherent than the story yeah. in the games. It's the, like, this is what I wanted. Uh, this is what I want yeah. Kingdom Hearts to be. Is yeah. They should have just made it a TV show. Yeah. And the story behind this story is amazing, too. Because, like, the person, like, found a VHS tape. They were like, oh, this is it. This is like the only copy of this to exist, and people were like sending him digital conversion tools because he had no way to upload it for anybody. But, but also, like the director of the series, who also directed Eight Crazy Nights, Chris's favorite animated movie of all times. Why would um, you do that? To he me? he almost. He, you told me that you said it was the best, and no, I said I didn't. God you said it was the best animated movie ever, that. and I said, oh, the maker of Rise of Gru did this as well, and you didn't oh, even I mean, Eight Crazy show. Nights does have the best Kingdom Hearts level. I wish Matt level. was dead, but I have to respect his. his <laughs> so story the director, the story. The director of that was also the director of this. He almost died in a car accident this year. Oh shit! And he he said, "Hey, 
I should probably reveal some of the shit that's like buried in the archives that I worked on that just like in case I don't make it. My you know? dying <laughs> wish is that the world sees <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. The way it was intended with a coherent story. <laughs> it, it, it was yeah. neat because it's, it's with all the uh, original voice actors. That yeah, was yeah, to be cool. clear, it is pretty cool. It was it, so it was just an animatic, and I love that people were commenting on the animation. I'm like, this is a moving storyboard. You it dumb. It wasn't fuck. This is not animated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah is, it's not. Yeah. The, the final characters will not look like this. No, not even it close. Would but not it, have it, looked like this. I should say. But it was say. it was clearly going to be a 2D mm-hmm. Disney like Disney afternoon type cartoon that would have. I, I guess that the problem with it is like. They wouldn't let him tell a serialized story, which makes sense because it's like, yeah, you don't know what order. This is all syndicated. You don't know what fucking order they're showing these episodes in, right? Yeah. So every episode had to be a self-contained story, which I'm like, yeah, that that wouldn't be great for the long-term prospects. Yeah, you need, like, serialized world mm-hmm. arcs for that. I know? thought that was fascinating and also why Kingdom Hearts is shitty. Uh, he was like... I don't want to make this fucking stupid thing where Aladdin fights with people he's never met through Aladdin's universe. Uh, we, we, I want to make this their story, so let me rewrite yeah. this. Uh, and he almost got fired for that. Yeah, he got like, fired he, yeah. for his troubles. Because uh, he was like, this feels like an Aladdin story featuring Kingdom Hearts characters. I want this to be a Kingdom Hearts story featuring Aladdin characters. And I'm like... You don't understand what people care about about Kingdom Hearts, or at least what people like me care about about Kingdom Hearts. He, like I don't. He admitted he never played it, but also, yeah. You guys are sick of me hearing hearing me say this. Kingdom Hearts is not allowed to advance Disney sto- stories. Right. Period. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and um, he was like, this show is not allowed to advance Kingdom Hearts story. So what were they supposed to do? To be fair to that, Chris, other than the direct-to-video sequels, what Disney movie requires the story to be advanced that much? They're kind of all self-contained units, you know what I mean? Like Once, I, once again, when I talk about Kingdom Hearts, like Disney is very clear, you can only play through things that happened in the movies. Mm-hmm. And, and by that I mean the theatrical movies you if you want to play through return of jafar uh <laughs> i kind of feel like they should have given him the rights for that like go right, right ahead right. go nuts <laughs> go nuts <laughs> but, but you can't really you want do the that. lion king sequels fucking please like no one watches that so show. it was like it. it was like unless you built a the best pilot we've ever seen we would never propose this would happen. And, and like, and the and thing, like he, by the way, like if you've been watching Disney movies, uh, uh, Disney cartoons the last 20 years, like none of them lasted more than two seasons anyway. Like it, who cares? He, um, like he also like, he did the thing everyone does. And they're like, the pilot was received really well. Tested out through the roof. And I'm like, right. have you ever heard of a pilot, a pilot that didn't test through the roof? Like neither. every time, <laughs> every time someone describes a pilot, they're like, it tested really well. I'm like, I am hmm. a, Matt, I am a Muppets fan. <laughs> Everyone loves the Muppets. No Muppet shows get greenlit <laughs> for 50 years. It's it's just like, yeah, everyone says that about their pilot guy. But it's, I don't know, it was, it was cool to see. And my understanding is more might be coming. Like, he is going to try to release the actual mm-hmm. pilot itself, not just the animatic, which that would be that. cool to see. I did have a reaction scrubbing through it. It's just like, somehow... 
this scene with like Jafar interacting with Maleficent and then Riku's there, like somehow seeing those two characters in an animated TV show together would have been more impactful to me than seeing them in a video game. I was mm. like, oh, now it's quote unquote real. Because, yeah, because it happens all the time. Like, you see Hades with Maleficent, like, all the time. But you know, and... none of you are watching House of Mouse where this was happening all the time. That's true. Uh, You're correct, During Chris. this period. Um... Yeah, I think I did see one episode that stuck out in my mind because uh, one character fainted. And then it's like, does anyone know CPR? And it cuts out over to, like, Prince John from Robin Hood, who's, like, applying lipstick. Him putting on lipstick in in order to do CPR. It's like, that is a very 90s gay joke. Okay. That you slipped into this children's cartoon. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, I feel like in the 90s, homophobia was okay for children's cartoons. Like, they allowed that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. They said the F-slur all the time. use Peter Houston off voice. <laughs> yeah, I've heard Mickey Mouse drop an F-bomb <laughs> quite a lot. <laughs> It just means pile of sticks. Um, let's see. <laughs> as long as those people don't, don't, don't hit on me, I'm okay with everything. Mick, yo, that's not a nice uh-huh. thing to say about them. They're people, too. Peach and ally. Huh? I don't care. You can do what you want in your own bedroom. Huh? <laughs> I'm broadcasting it, though. Right now, I'm declaring it. Pete is an ally. Uh-huh. There you go. It's official. Ooh, I would love you better believe I'll do what I, what I want to do in my bedroom, motherfuckers. I'm a fucking you freak. You sound like <laughs> Pinocchio <laughs> from Shrek. That's true, I do. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, it's more up there. There yeah, it you is. Know, oh, that's, that's all this keeps that's going. Nice Thank you. I hate video games. Please, more of this. Well, if you no. hate video games, you should cancel your subscription to Xbox Game Pass. Yeah. Where we actually got some uh, some numbers, and the way these were revealed was was really interesting. It was um, it was through Brazil. Right, and I think it had to do with the fact that they were evaluating the um, the uh, the monopoly stuff with the act- with the Activision acquisition, wasn't it? Is that how these were? See, eles querem saber os números. Jesus, Tony, get out of here! You brought up Brazil. I have, you know, I got to practice. Got to do my stuff. Eu preciso praticar, Christopher. So are you are you studying Brazilian preciso Portuguese praticar. or European Portuguese? Because as we all know, Brazilian. there's a difference. Yeah. Okay, good. No, no, there's a massive there's difference, There's a big difference, dude. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a massive difference. Yeah. Brazilian Portuguese is beautiful. Uh, uh, Portuguese, por- Portugal Portuguese sounds like, like Russian. <laughs> if I can be a jock on the mic for a second, you can spell Go ahead. Portuguese without gay. Kind of. <laughs> if gaze is spelled with a U and an E. Absolutely. If, if gaze right. is spelled gaze. I don't care. I, would, I, would, I swear yeah. to Christ, I would rather everybody be gay than me anyway. learn a fucking foreign language. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Matthew, will you continue on? So anyway, they, they shared some numbers of how much Microsoft is making from Game Pass. And we, we've been talking about this for years on the show. It's like, hey, this is Microsoft's new model. And this is what they're moving toward and stuff. And it's it's not small it's fucking 2.9 billion in 2021 from game pass that doesn't include for pc which is probably pretty small so assume assume over 3 billion they're making 3 billion just from their subscription service their netflix service and from that business unit itself it was revealed they make over 16 billion and that's through you know their licensing fees that people have to pay them for selling games in their platform and their own first party games and shit like that so like 
three billion out of sixteen billion is like okay, you know, it's about a fifth of their business, roughly, right? A little under that. But it's like it's still like that's a lot of dough. And there's twenty five million users, I think they've they've reported for Game Pass, where it's uh, like as of at the start of this year, I believe, yeah, it was twenty five yeah. million. I, I remember writing a story about it or something. So it's like it's already a pretty healthy business for them. Like that's nothing to sneeze at. You're making the billions with a B number from a subscription service. Like that's that's yeah. pretty decent, you know. I'm curious to see how that goes up once the Activision deal finishes cuz you know, they've said Call of Duty, Overwatch, Diablo, like those are coming. Right. And you know? and and after a few years, probably exclusive to to them, right? Uh, yeah. Like after you everyone got, yeah, was you got to assume speculating after this generation probably would be but they, mm. they did. They, they also there were some other numbers revealed of like how much they are maybe paying for some of those deals, you know. And like that's the one I thought was very interesting. Yeah. So so it was revealed that for Ark, um, that they, there were actual figures reported. Ark and I think survival this, uh, survival evolved evolved was they were applying for a public IPO, so right, they had to disclose right. every single. Thing that's ever happened to them in the last, and, five and the numbers there were were yeah a lot probably lower than I would have thought like three and a half Me million too. to bring Arc One to uh, actually this was to PS Plus and so it's two two and a half million to bring Arc One to Game Pass and then another two point three million to bring the sequel the one that stars I think what um, Vince Vaughn right it's not. Vince Vaughn. Uh, yeah, the the Swingers sequel we all wanted from the Dinosaur Arts so universe. money, baby, money, it's so money. <laughs> I would play that before a Vin Diesel game. Um, I would, I, I would absolutely play a Vince Vaughn arc too. Like, <laughs> but like, but like, so that's that's a you know only a few million dollars. These are huge games on PC. We we never play them, but we always we know how big. No, the no, arc I, games I, are, I did. You know? I, I played Arc. I, I saw it came out in 2017. I played it in 2012. Uh, yeah. I, I've had well, it was in early access for like a billion years. That's true. That's true. We have stats of like how much um, people paid for the Epic games. Remember a few years ago when Epic was in the lawsuit with with Apple, and it was revealed in Epic at the time for their free games, they were paying like one and a half mil tops for for those deals or whatever. Right. So it's not like the arc deal is small. It's like, okay, that that's pretty good chunk of change. When you, but when you consider like literally Microsoft's making three thousand million, right? Three billion per year for yeah, on their service, yeah. it's like, okay, yeah, you can now you can see the financials are like, oh, this is how they're able to afford to get these games on Game Pass, right? Like it's yeah. And yeah. it's and, and it still ends up being, from my understanding, a good way to sort of hedge bets for a lot of indie games, which Arc 1 and 2 are, are indie games by definition, but they're massive, well, that's what, right? That's what I don't They're, they're the, uh, what they like to call triple I games. Mm. But there's like, you know, like I've heard a lot of, and I'm sure we've all had lo- heard lots of stories where there's a game that's like, hey, it was the choice of like, do I take the gamble of will my game be successful or do I take essentially a lump sum for Game Pass? And I know that I will at least make that money back. Arc you know? is already a, a successful game. It's not successful on PS4 yet. Uh, and has monetization options out the ass. So when they were like, for five weeks, 3.5 million. That's what PS Plus paid Arc. 
Yes, <laughs> you, I sound. My voice no, cracked. No, 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 you, fucking... no you're. It's it. It made me think of like like you're like an American Tale character telling me this story <laughs> from your porch. Listen, Favel, three Dance points with me. I'm Dom DeLuise. <laughs> yeah, like that's exactly oh, the character please. I was picturing. Is I'd, that cat? I'd love to host a podcast to with Dom DeLuise. Give me yes. Oh, oh listen to me. Uh, ride my raptor. <laughs> there is something about the way you said that, Chris. Just made me think of his character. <laughs> as long as we're making Michael miserable, I'm happy. I'm happy we're making Michael miserable. <laughs> I just, I just like, yeah. It's so revealing to see these numbers publicly, which obviously it, we would on, we only know this because of. The mandatory uh, releases for that IPO for the Arc folks, and then for you know the the whole can Microsoft buy Activision thing, which is being legislated in various mm. countries. Like several countries are like, hey, is this is this a monopoly or not? And most are coming to the conclusion we did because we're smarter than most politicians. It's not a monopoly. <laughs> Fucking and so are you, listener. <laughs> like, and, and I think Microsoft in court, they're like. PlayStation st- is still a very viable business that has lots of their own exclusives and shit. Like us buying Activision yeah. will not get yeah. rid of that. Like it's, PlayStation you know. is still bigger. I mean, yes, even yes. with this it's, acquisition, it's a major potential blow to PlayStation <laughs> yeah. if they're not yes. able to offer yes. one of the most popular games on the sure. planet. And it still takes like them combined to even get near Tencent. But, <laughs> you know, but it's also like yeah, this is. This is capitalism. This is very much a, like yes. it's fucking. This is capitalism at, at work, but it's not a monopoly, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's why I still think that deal will go yeah. through. Yeah, it's, it, it, remember, it's not a monopoly just because you don't like it. Hmm. <laughs> last, you know? last bit of Game Pass news. Uh, so Michael might be excited about this. Game mm. Pass is coming to Meta quest vr that, that is crazy to me but i think this is a good thing because like i am probably one of the target consumers for vr and like i am not gonna buy the majority of those games but if i have access to a game pa- you know game pass or a game pass like service that just gives me free access to a bunch of them i'm more likely to try them and yeah. and to get into them so that's kind of cool also yeah big uh meta news in that what's it the, the thing everyone's dunking on that like they're we're gonna have legs in our vr chat alternative Michael, i was literally thing. about yeah. to ask you would it change tech? your mind if i told you that the games had legs they got leg tech <laughs> they got, that meta, their, that's what you got, got 1500 you got 1500 dollars for that quest pro yeah. for leg it tech? was their it was their big reveal was meta now that, has legs. that was there you ever see the bottom of an avatar shoe moment with connect uh remember also, like, yeah, congratulations on achieving parity with every 3D game made in the last right. 30 years. Second Life has been doing this shit for decades yeah. now. Decades. One of the funniest things I saw was someone was like, you know meta is lagging behind when people in VR chat, when furries mm-hmm. are literally holding exercise classes through VR chat. Yeah. And it showed literally a room full of them all working out together. Yeah. That's terrifying. Like, That's... Well, I, I think yeah, I think that what it was saying I, was I actually I was terrified but impressed. <laughs> you you know that something you only know something has achieved is being as good as VR chat if furries are having exercise classes. Okay, there, there. you go. Yeah. There you go. That's like that's like the benchmark for for VR is like mm-hmm. can we compete with a dojo 
full of furries. I can maybe. absolutely see how the meta verse would appeal to furries. Absolutely, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I can I can be Prince John from Robin Hood. It, it does yeah. feel like <laughs> Meta's vision of virtual reality hinges on the idea that like people want to have virtual meetings with goggles on their faces and avatars that look like business appropriate versions of their real bodies. Yeah, not uh, not at all. What all. I want to do is walk into a meeting room of people wearing those goggles and just like just bother them while Rob they're wearing them all. the goggles. Take mm-hmm. all yeah. of their wallets. I want yeah. to walk in that room and just pickpocket every yeah. single one. Or like they take the headset off and I have somehow transported them to a different room. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a magician. Like David Blaine. Yeah. I'm just going to be pointing at the walls like look. Yeah, exactly. Look what I have brought mm-hmm. you here. And you know, you know, the, the head of HR takes off her goggles and she's like, "Wait, why am I in what? When did I get into the right. breakfast nook? I don't understand. I want my CEO to be like, wasn't the Statue of Liberty over there before? And it's like, <laughs> magic. <laughs> I It's, I don't know, man. But hey, you can get your Game Pass, but it is it is kind of like that. I don't know how many people do this, but like, it's the thing. It's it's going to be a giant TV in front of your virtual eyeballs in VR. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. how you'll play. It's not like there's Game Pass VR games. It, it's like, oh, you'd be right. playing 2D yeah. games in, in VR, which is like, yeah. Cool, man. I get to pretend I'm in Kokomo while playing video games or whatever the fuck you do and these weirdos in VR do with their shit. I don't know. Yeah. So. <laughs> but but I think also, like, yeah, the, the appeal of something like this is, like, you know, lockdown has kind of ended. People are returning to office. The people who would care about this kind of stuff, the, these virtual meetings, are returning to the office. The yeah. The appeal is not what it was two years ago. You're You're kind of coming in late with a solution to a problem that for a lot of people is is dwindling to non-existent and yet i mean you know gas prices that's up above true six bucks against in california and yeah it's, no uh, commu- commuting doesn't sound very appealing. totally gonna spend sixteen hundred dollars on a vr headset sure that's a couple tanks of gas at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> yeah, yeah listen man if if my if my feet ain't touching the pedals at least i got legs in vr you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's right that's right it's true well let's Move on to the community segment, which is always is segmenting our community. Last week's question of the week was, what's your scariest water-related story? Do you have one of these, Tony? Time when you almost drowned or got eaten? You know, I I was looking at this earlier. I don't know that I do. Like, I've been in a riptide now and again, but, mm-hmm. like, I know how to... I know what you're supposed to do in that situation, so yeah. I can't say I've ever really been in a water situation where I, like, feared for anything, you know? Yeah. Uh... I'm just too good, guys. Never, nary a water slide that's made your swimsuit go up your ass crack or anything just terrifying like that. Too. No, because I would do. I would do this. I would normally do a slide. Um, I would do a slip slide face forward normally. Shut up. You know what? You know what? Uh, yeah, I would do a slip and slide face forward. You would which break now, your neck on some of those slides, like the real steep ones. If you did that shit face forward, you'd be. I dead. mean, maybe. Mm. But um oh I'm not I'm not talking about like a slide into the pool. I just mean like we set up a tarp on a hill. Oh no, I mean I mean like the legit ones where that are like you feel gravity working where you go off the edge of the oh, slide and then you're free sure. falling and then you oh, go yeah. down. Yeah. So let me is. actually so you know what? You know what? I do have an answer. Uh okay. because I okay, so I love theme park rides, right? Like a roller coaster or whatever, like mm. more extreme the better. I love it. I do not get on like water slides at a water park. They genuinely, I've never seen one where I felt like I was going to be safe and not be injured. 
Like, there's just something about them. I look at it and I go, that's an injury waiting to happen. No, thank you. But please put me on the deadliest roller coaster you have immediately. Right, right. Like, so I guess it's my answer is I don't have one because I can swim good, but also mm. I don't do water slides. <laughs> what, what is that documentary uh, about that? Event, uh, uh, um, Not Adventureland. Yes, yeah, Action, Action Park. Park Action where, Park, yeah. With, with, AKA with the teeth, class the Action teeth, Park. Yeah. The, yes, the yeah. teeth in with the, the water teeth slide. in the loop oh, that was sliced. God. You were getting sliced on yeah. embedded teeth in the foam. Jesus. <laughs> Scorn out this week. The more I learn about that park, like, you know, knowing how I'm pretty safe in those situations, I'm like, I would have loved to have tried some of that stuff at that park. Like, oh, in, I would in, too. In yeah, the, there's in a the lot safe that sound really possible, fun. You know? like, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, well, well none of that sounds fun. Anyways. Yeah, I actually changed my answer from last week. My scariest water related story is when I was uh, hanging out in front of one of the jets on a public pool, and my dad came over and crouched down next to me and said, That is not appropriate. i did have one weird water related story once i was like you know it's weird it's like it was like my first memory or something i just i felt like i was in a nice bathtub and all of a sudden the water was spilling out and all of a sudden i got somebody you know they're cutting off court yeah someone's spanking me someone's cutting a cord off my stomach you gotta pay extra for that nowadays yeah and then there was and then there was you know my birth story so Mm -hmm. right (laughs) understood (laughs) got it uh, well, on videogamepocalypse.com, Togusa says, I was in a summer camp when I was 15. I was trying to catch tadpoles while also practicing how long I could breathe underwater. So I'd float with my head facing down in the water. I was starting to get good at holding my breath. Was getting around 1 minute 50 seconds, just under 2 wow. minutes. On, like, my 10th attempt, I was pulled out of the water by the lifeguard, and he started to do mouth-to-mouth and chest <laughs> compressions right after. He never checked to see if I was fine. But stepped back after the chest compressions, but the pressure on my chest had forced a bunch of air out of my lungs, and I started gasping and had my first anxiety attack and started having trouble breathing. The lifeguard, sensing I was still in trouble, started to approach me, and my response was to run away. To the rest of the people on the beach, the resulting scene must have looked like the end of a cartoon as I zigzagged across a field next to the beach with the lifeguard following my zigzag. I started calling my dad and asking to go home that night. Even though it wasn't any of my fault, 15-year-old couldn't face my perceived embarrassed... Embarrassed? Embarrassment. Embarrassment. I even had my dad collect my belongings while I sat in the car. Uh, Everyone knows the move there, my dude, mm -hmm. is you grab the back of his head and French kiss him like Winnie Peppercorn in the sand lot. That's what you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Or you go to actual CPR class where they teach you... You check to see if the person's breathing before yeah. you do the CPR. Check their airway. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is uh, a truly, though, the scariest part of that is the, as someone who's had anxiety attacks, I feel that, yeah. but also the 15-year-old embarrassment. Oof. Yeah, but rough, but also, rough you go. know that lifeguard was just like, oh, finally, my chance. Yeah, this is my chance. Put the training into action. Like, that That was to be the hero, very much yeah. his first time. Yeah. Well, they've got quotas. They're, they're like yeah. Highway Patrol. Mm-hmm. they got the number of people they got to do mouth-to-mouth on per yeah. summer. It's mm-hmm. just a quota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Tyler Watson. This is a long story. I didn't grab that many comments because some, some of you are selfish with long yet good stories. Uh, this is a bit of a long one. Thanks, the warning, Tyler. So in the summer of 2003, I had just finished my junior year of high school, and one of my friends who had just graduated invited me and two others to a small road trip. We live on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, but his grandmother lived near Gulf Shores, Alabama, a place where you can actually use the beaches, unlike here. He said we were going to go hit the beach 
then stay overnight at his grandmother's place and we'd rent a few movies to watch too it sounded fun so i agreed once we got to the beach we picked out a good spot we got a place in the shade underneath a restaurant and a big pier because we were all pasty white guys who couldn't get too much sun uh we i I feel you spf irish over here bro (laughs) we get out into the water and we're swimming around a bit when we notice that at some point no one else in the water then we see they're all on the beach looking at us so i said uh fellas i think we need to head in as we start to walk back water was about waist deep all the people start screaming at us they're all pointing and i finally see what they're pointing at about three or four fins circling around us so i said okay Here's what we're going to do. We're going to move real slow and real deliberately. No sudden movements. So we all start walking very slowly back to shore. Once we get knee deep, I say, book it. And we all took off running. Found out some guy was fishing on the crowded beach and it attracted the sharks. So to kind of come down from our ordeal, we hit the Waffle House just down the road. By the time we come back, spot under the pier was gone. We're, We're set up on the beach with no shade and we get back in the water. We're not even in the water for five minutes. When everyone starts running out, turns out the same guy was still fishing on the beach, this time attracting a school of rays, and he managed to hook one. Everyone was following him up and down the beach until he reeled it in, and they cheered. My friends and I, however, were booing him and yelling obscenities at him. With that, we just decided the universe was against us at the beach and just left. Wow. That's a great story, but also rule of threes, you should have stayed because, like, by the law of storytelling, he would have hooked, like, a whale next. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) You know? Yes. And you would have, you could have fought off those sharks, and it would have been a better story. Yeah, and rays are cool, you know? Yeah, they are. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Raymond, when's my turn to go to the beach? (laughs) Right now. Uh, Speaking of rays, Raymond Carrier (laughs) uh, says... This kind of stuff is like a huge fear of mine, so I don't really play the games that are more directly in the water. At one point in Fallout 4, to get something, I had to go under the water, and I hated every moment of it. Less existential horror and more scary how much trouble I got in. Once while fishing, I caught my uncle. (laughs) I swung my rod back to cast it, and it went right through his lip. Nowadays, I'll joke that I caught something 200-plus pounds when I was younger, but man, did I ever get yelled at. Yeah, that's uh imagine how your uncle feels right yeah. now. Did you uh, star in a Chris Farley movie? Like what <laughs> that's, that's like... I, I have uh I have a, a good friend who had a similar thing when he was in I think mm. it was when he was in Boy Scouts, he had a fish hook like completely pierce his cheek. Uh, um, I got, and it's like I got one better. It, it freaks him out. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh at a program that at the time was called Indian Guides and is now called mm. something else run by the YMCA but Native American Guides. Uh, no, it's it's something else. Um completely different it, it divorced from that imagery but uh they we were on a, a group camping trip and one of the kids i think it was actually a little girl was fishing and uh cast the rod and the hook caught her father in the eyelid uh, uh, oh, oh my gosh and so oh, michael why she was crying oh. and like three or four guys were standing around oh. trying to get this eyelid out and they had to like you know okay well we've got we've got a pair of wire cutters we can clip yeah. off the barb you, you, and you cut the barb yeah and yeah it, it was but it was like oh, oh my god well, i thought i was going to bed after this <laughs> podcast i'm gonna need to make some tea and call me <laughs> go play scorn now yeah. I, I bet that's in scorn like it's oh yeah 
I truly, hey man, alien body horror, that's cool. I don't want no hooks through eyelids. Fucking <laughs> yuck, bro. Yeah, Oof. no thank you. No like, I'm not even you. an eyeball, like, like some people, like, you know, the contact thing freaks mm-hmm. them out, you know, yeah, putting contacts yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never, that sort of stuff doesn't bother me, but dude, a fish hook through the eyelid? Oof. 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 Yeah. Let's see. <sighs> at JeffBTDubs oh. on Twitter says, when I was a kid, I was swimming at a beach. I suddenly got caught in a current was pulled under and dragged away. I was pretty sure I was going to die. Uh, drowning sucks, by the way. But I was pulled out last minute by someone, and I survived to tell my story to a video game podcast. Woo! There you go. Worth it. it Remember, yeah. Worth genuine, it. genuine advice. If you are caught in a rip current, you swim out to sea at a diagonal angle till you break out of it. Yes. Then you get clear of where it is, and then you can swim back to shore. It seems counterintuitive, mm. but you have to let it take you, you, you out swim, to sea. You swim sideways, yeah, which will be diagonal because it's dragging you out. But um, I think right. I have to legally at this point say, don't try this just to get featured on the podcast. No. Won't work. No. Won't work. <laughs> <laughs> we only do this hey, once. I'm just a guest. I'm just a guest. Do your Evil Knievel stunts mm. right in. Yeah. I'd love to hear about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, do that shit on your own time. What's the sickest motorcycle host. stunt you've ever done? Yeah, bro. I have an answer for that. Right. Well, it was not a motorcycle, but it was yeah. on a, a, a like a BMX bike. Oh. I... I was pedaling very hard because there was a pile of mulch, like a very large pile of mulch, and I wanted to just, like, get some air. I piled so hard, and I jerked up in such a way that I did a full backflip. Oh, hell yeah. And, uh, and landed. And I I'll obviously never replicate that, but I have an answer Damn. for that. Damn. All right. Jealous. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Joe's Apartment 2 says on Twitter... <laughs> name yeah while staying at a condo my family went to the store leaving me a teenager with the indoor hot tub filling it up past the safety level i climbed inside and managed to get myself wedged in between the two seats at the bottom i managed to wriggle free just as they got home you're slowly about to drown in a hot tub yeah that's a little sad (laughs) (laughs) glad you survived would have been even better if it had like the love lights on inside at the time. Yeah, yeah. You know? Dear Penthouse, I can't believe it happened to me. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. almost drowned. Yeah, almost drowned. <laughs> um, okay, we have finally a video answer from Griff who says, "What up, guys? It's Griff, aka James Terry, coming at you live from Bondi Beach, which you cannot see because of that building, but I assure you, it's back there." Anyway, the scariest thing that happened to me underwater, um, or in the water, was when I was diving off in the Caribbean years ago. We were like a group of 20 people um, and like two dive instructors on two different boats. They may be like 30 feet long each. They're uh, anchored where like the front boat is anchored off the front and then there's a line between the two boats and then an anchor off the back boat, off the back of the boat. One of the anchors starts to really drag in some heavy waves so the boats are trying to smack each other. Um, and it's just me on the boat and one person who's seasick and then my dive buddy who was the worst fucking diver in the world. And I kind of look at them and I'm like, we have to go fix this. Otherwise, we're going to drag and the boats are going to get smashed. So like a total idiot, I put on a um, all my scuba equipment and go down alone. And it's something like 40 feet. So when you're like down there, I kind of look at it. And I'm like, I've never dove alone. It's something that's pretty dangerous, especially for someone who's not like super certified. Like, I've got the general cert, even, like, an advanced, but I'm not, like, a dive master. Anyway, I go down, and I find the anchor, and, of course, it's way too fucking heavy to, like, pick up because it's an anchor. Mm. So I pick it up and <laughs> um, inflate my BCD, which is the thing that you, like, pump air into to make you float more. So I'm able to carry it and kind of dig it into the sand. 
And meanwhile, I'm just kind of looking around. I'm like, there's no one to help me if I fuck up. And like, if my BCD is super inflated so that I can lift this anchor. So if, you know, like I like go by accident, I'm just going to fucking shoot up and I'm going to have to like dump that immediately. Eventually I managed to get it dug in and like slowly ascend. And then the boats are just fine. And everybody comes up, they find the boat. It's dragged a bit, but they find us. And I tell the dive master um, what happened. And he kind of looked at me and he's just like, I really wish you hadn't done that. But I am glad that you did. So pretty freaky down there by yourself. Wouldn't recommend it. Definitely should not have done it, but it worked out okay. Anyway, bye. Yeah, sounds terrifying. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. I'm glad there was a good variety in these stories. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, it can be tough to find variety in water stories, but that was great. Mm-hmm. I just appreciate a new video commenter. Thank yeah. you for that. Thank Griff. you. Thanks, Griff. Yeah, thanks, Griff. Uh, new question of the week. If not Chris Pratt or Charles Martinet, who should play Mario with or without an accent? I'm going to say Billy West, because Billy West should always mm. be in every animated thing forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, he can do a wide variety of voices. So, you know, if you don't, if you want a falsetto, he could probably pull that off. But I think Mario would also be fine with just, you know, Fry's voice from Futurama. <laughs> It'd be an interesting, interesting variation. Um, you know, we, we've had a lot of different Marios over the years. We've had gruff Marios. We've had falsetto Marios. Uh yeah, let's let's give something in between a try. Fair enough, fair enough. I'm gonna go Italian stereotype. Mm-hmm. Tommy Lasorda, he's dead, but Tommy oh. Lasorda, <laughs> featured on the greatest video game box art of all time. Let him play Mario, please. Famous Dodgers baseball manager Tommy Lasorda. Let's get him. Let's revive him. Let's get his voice in AI like they mm-hmm. do now for Darth Vader moving forward. Let's get Tommy Lasorda to voice Mario. Um, Tony. So first of all, we all know the correct answer. The great and magnificent Emperor Tyrak. Mm. I should voice yes, Mario. Of course, of course. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. <laughs> uh, no, my actual answer, though, uh, there's a comedian kind of on the rise right now, uh, or at least is coming to my radar. Comedian by the name of uh, Gianmarco Cerezi, mm-hmm. who is a very funny dude. Um, stand-up's really good. He, I think he could just, I think it would just like maybe put like a little more of a bass oomph to his voice because he'd be like a perfect Luigi as is but I think with a little bit of finessing it would also make a very good and entertaining Mario like I think he could be the equivalent of a Ben Schwartz for Mario so that's my mm. answer if you don't know who he is look him up he's funny it's an Italian sounding name I'm guessing he's Italian oh, he's, he's very Italian yes okay. uh, right. Gianmarco Cerezi G-I-A-N-M-A-R-C-O and bingo was his name-o Cerezi S-O-R-E-S-I uh Nice. Check out his stand-up, too. He's funny. All right. So who would you choose to play Mario? I guess anybody living or dead. Um, Let (laughs) us know. Go to videogamepocalypse.com. Answer in the comments for episode 493. Uh, Alternately, you can visit the official Laser Time community on Facebook. There'll be a thread there where you can answer. Or ping us on Twitter at VGApocalypse.com. And we will collect the answers and read them on next week's show. Uh, anyway, that has been our show. Let's go some plugs. Tony, once again, tell us about Framework. What are you working on? 
Yeah. Um, well, so uh, as I as I say every time I'm on this show, which I love coming on, thank you guys for uh, having me once again. Thanks for coming um, on. Short notice, as of always. Course. Yeah, no problem. Um, so Framework is a uh, channel of video essays. I cover games uh, from a positive angle and hopefully from maybe an approach that you haven't uh, thought of before. You know, I like to talk about games that you already like, but maybe from you know a topic or a perspective that that is new. And, and sometimes sometimes it's very hard to come up with new things someone hasn't said about a game before and you know maybe i don't always succeed but hey these are good videos i promise you'll enjoy them um you can get there at uh youtube.com slash channel uh slash framework video you know we're in october now i know you guys are doing horror stuff here on the show i like to do horror videos in october as well the most recent one i did was on silent hill 2 wonderful game and i think it's a pretty great video you should check out and by the time this podcast goes out i'll have another horror video up uh within just a couple days um twitter is at framework underscore video personal twitter is at chain gun pope there you go cool very nice i will go ahead and plug the patreon patreon.com slash laser time is what supports the entire network, uh, including Game Apocalypse. I'm just perusing the latest posts on Patreon.com. Let's see if, if any of these uh, tickle your fancy, as they say. So we have recently the resurgence of Elm Street Nightmare, the podcast all about horror movies where they, uh, they did a show all about Seed of Chucky. From 2004. If you don't like that, there's also uh, listener feedback segments from 302010. Uh, the return of 302010 listeners striking back. Let's see. 80s in depth did a show on Fast Times at Ridgemont High. They did a show all about Blade Runner, where they're going in depth with these these movies from the 80s. So Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, all of this and much much more, including spoiler cast for top Vigi games can be found at patreon.com slash laser time but here's the caveat you got to join at the five dollar or more per month level to get access to all the cool shit uh also just like hey look if you like what we do and you want to support us that's kind of the best way to do it so uh yeah think of it just think of it as a monthly tip you know you go in you, you buy a coffee for five bucks and you probably give five dollar tip or whatever to, to the barista we are your podcast baristas. So uh, hook us up. Patreon.com slash laser time. And then if you want to see me playing the quarry sometime in October, uh, go subscribe. Twitch.tv slash Maddie C. Allen. M-A-T-T-Y-C-A-L-L-E-N. You can also hit me up on the Twitter at the same place, Maddie C. Allen. And you'll get notified when I start streaming. I recently was just like for fun, just streamed all of uh, Metal Hellsinger. <laughs> So I was just nice. kind of getting my, my stream chops warmed back up again. I, I finished the game on stream. So, yeah, you, you can watch that. I didn't didn't talk on that one, but I will be talking so you can hear me scream uh, on the quarry <laughs> one when I do that. So, yeah, um, that's a lot of plugs, but thank you for your support. We'll talk after you play through the quarry. I, I want to I wanna talk about I want to I wanna see how that goes for you. You can talk at me while I'm playing it, and you can do that. This is true. That's how streaming works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, as always, you can visit us online at VigiGameApocalypse.com, follow us on Twitter at VGApocalypse, or follow me personally on Twitter at Wikiparas, that's W-I-K-I-P-A-R-A-Z. Anyway, that's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week.
let me just weigh in on whatever you're about to talk about? Yes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Actually, quite frankly, yes. <laughs>